The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. That used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I see you on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. That used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. The realest podcast The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. Yo. The realest podcast ever. Yeah, I don't know what be going on with these guys. <laughs> like, like, every like, week I the come. The days that we're not here, oh. like, I'm about to set up my own, uh, like, a nanny cam to figure out, like, what the fuck goes on in here when we not here. This mic is loose as hell. All right, I guess I guess it's going to be suitable. This joint is, like, mad loose. All right. That's what I had to do. Yeah. <laughs> Rose Podcast ever. We back. Episode 133. I'm yeah. your host, Chad Fain, uh, also known as Chad Fain. And Matt Kane, also known as Matt Kane. Um, we're back once again. It's Monday. <laughs> uh, what the fuck is today? January 11th. Is it Monday? It is. Monday, January 11th. Um. After a uh, a wild week in the United States of America, at large, how are you feeling today, sir? Uh, relatively, I'm cool. You know, uh, um, it's been a lot going on. Yeah, you know where the murder shit is still popping. Of course, like la- this is the remix. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this, this is the remix. What's crazy is last year was like you know our deadliest year in like. 20 years. Yeah. And last year at this day, going into whatever the fuck was yesterday, January 10th, last year we were at seven murders in 10 days. We're already at 12. Yeah. Trying to beat the record, baby. 13. Huh? 13. 13, excuse me. Yeah. New OPEC in some, the air. Something registered, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> since I last seen it. But yo, 13 murders in the first 10, 11 days. Crazy thing is, I've been watching a lot of. Uh, YouTube content over mm-hmm. the last few days, um, like you know, uh, like nigger, niggery, uh, like media coverage and such like that. YouTube is such a weird place because <laughs> you start off they just watching push you in whatever direction they want. You start off watching, you know, the 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 mayhem that happened at the Capitol Hill, yeah. recap of that, and then you end up on top ten fastest players in NBA history. <laughs> you like, how the fuck did I yeah. get here? You fucking go go yayo's yeah. top five fights. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So I'm on YouTube uh, over the last few days, and it's like, uh, you know, different media outlets interviewing people from Dallas and Houston, like these underground artists that we may not know naturally, but, you know, they have a presence where they're from or whatever. And they were just talking about, like, how, like, the murder shit has exploded mm-hmm. in, like, Dallas, Houston in particular. And it's just, like, how the whole, like, vibe of the city is just changed. Yeah. And it's like, it's almost kind of like that effect of, like, literally Chicago has poisoned the fabric of a lot of cities around the country where everybody's whole thing now was like this gun culture of we got them sticks, we got them mops, we shoot niggas, we ain't playing with motherfuckers, and this whole op culture that has developed over the last five years where you take a city like New York City that basically eradicated violence for a decade and now 
If you go to Brooklyn, there's 87 different gangs just yeah. in the borough of Brooklyn. Not to mention what's going on in Harlem and Queens and this, 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 and this. And then you take places like uh, Atlanta that's infested with gangs. Whereas, like, they murder situation is like, uh, the gang situation is a little bit different there. But the presence of gangs over the last 10 years, GDs, folks, Crips, Bloods, they just making up sets in Atlanta at this point. Like, they, they have sets that don't originate from nowhere in Cali or Chicago or none of that shit. They just making up their own gangs at this point. And even cities like Tampa, Florida and shit like that, where it's just like rampant fucking violence is mm-hmm. going down. And it's and people just really don't kind of like have no explanation for it. And everybody that they talk to is like, yeah, shit just different, man. You just got to stay dangerous. So like, and that's like, just everybody's explanation. Like I was just talking about YouTube being that rabbit hole. I watched this video the other day. It was OG something. OG, OG somebody. He he was, a, um he's a apparently an OG. Right. From, um, you don't. The you name gave it away. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you know, apparently he's an OG. And he's from the Texas area, I believe. Okay. And he went to jail, prison, down there. And he, he's 51 now. Talking about the Charleston white guy or somebody else? No, he's black. Okay. No, no, no. That's, I think it's his name is like Charleston. No, no. Oh, it's not the guy oh. that keep going viral every week, cursing everybody out? It's not no, him? no. Oh, he, this is somebody with some sense. Yeah, yeah. He has some sense. Okay. Yeah, OG, I... I I don't let me let me hopefully I can bring up YouTube and it'll just pop up. Yeah, go to in your, your uh, uh recent like if you hit That's him right there. OG Percy. OG Percy, okay. Not familiar. Shout yeah. out OG Percy. But he he got a lot of videos where he talks about the the cuz he basically always talks about if I can steer one away, yeah. I've done my job or whatever. But he was talking about how going to prison with the gang shit from Texas or whatever. He's a crip. Yeah. And he was saying when he got to pre- prison, he was like um it's segregated. Like, it's blacks, whites, and then, you know, them essays. Right. And he was like, <clears throat> one thing that, like, kind of opened his eyes and blew his mind a little bit was he's like, an essay came in with Crip shit on him. And he was like, he stepped to him to lock it in like a Crip. Yeah. He, he pulled back, and he was like, fuck is you doing? Like, you you Crip. And he was just like, no, nah, like, I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? With like Mexicans. And here, it's, it's you know, it's, 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 it's essays. Yeah. And he was like, well, dog, you got till tomorrow to get that Crip shit off you. Like, I don't play that. Like, you know, we Crips. Like, and he's like, the, the Mexicans basically stepped to me. Like, yo, he with us. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, whatever, whatever. Like, all that affiliation out there don't really mean much yeah, in you this your, You with your race. And, and he was like, what fucked me up was, he's like, the essay straight told me to my face, like, look, I'm going to keep it a bean with y'all. Like, yeah, I'm cribbing, you know, whatever, whatever. But he was like, in here is us. And he was like, the thing with y'all is, y'all don't even stick together amongst y'all. Right. And he was like, it made me step back. And it was like, dog, you got the GDs over here, Muslims over here, Vice Lords over right. here, Crips over here. He's like, it might be eight Bloods, seven Crips, 12 Muslims. Right. But he's like, then you look at the essays, it's a hundred of them. Right. And they all claiming different shit. MS-13, this, that, and the third. And it's yeah. just like, Hey, got a point. <laughs> <laughs> ain't, gonna, ain't gonna lie, we took an L today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you took an L. But he he actually got some alright videos though. He be talking about like just just you know going to jail when you young and how you know what I'm saying yeah. different. And he was like, you know, motherfuckers be doing all kinds of shit. He's like, I've seen motherfuckers coming to jail and like motherfuckers see their mom on a motherfucking visit, John, young boy, like he 18. He, you know, getting his head cracked open. Da-da-da. Nigga, like, yeah, I, you know, t- t- tell your mom, you know, holler at me. You know what I'm saying? He's like, next thing you know, mom coming up, coming up to visit the OG just for protection for that nigga. He was like, like all kinds of. Dang. Yeah, like, but yeah, you just made me think about him. Yeah, you that know, shit is wicked, man. Mentioned the YouTube rabbit hole, but he was saying the shit on there just how 
we don't have like a togetherness within us. You know what I'm yeah, saying? No. So it's like out here. And it didn't used to be that way. Like that shit. Ain't got, that the craziest yeah. part? Like, like when you go back to like the 60s, 70s, yeah. that shit was like, like. It was us against everybody. Right. And, right. And now it's to the point where it's like if you want to do, if you want to have any type of like a cause against something, you got to like give niggas like a 50 question questionnaire. Right. For them to fill out before they agree. Like, all right. So what's the name of the movement? Where are we going? Who's the enemy? What's the meetup spot? <laughs> what's the meetup spot? How long is the boycott? Yeah. Will, <laughs> will, will food be served? Like, yeah, that shit is real. Is Barb, is yeah. Barb catering? That shit is the truth, man. So it's like, yeah, it was definitely a, he got a couple good videos I watched. Um, did you do anything productive this week? Um, no, but I did mm-hmm. go to, um, I went to Houston's restaurant on Saturday. Okay. Um, my homie uh, Shizzy Mac told me that there was one in North Jersey um, up in Hackensack, like right outside of New York or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it literally looked it up. There, There's one. I went. The shit was bomb as fuck. I had a good time. Um, I did get pulled over by state troopers coming back, though. I was flying. Okay. I was going like 87 in a, 50, in a 55, but he looked out for me. He was uh. like, I'm going to put the ticket at 64. Just just 86 bucks. Just slow down, man. Get yourself home. I'm like, all right. I got a, thank I got you, a, state trooper. I got a red light ticket. Not a red light. Um, Speed ticket. Oh, the speed on the boulevard, yeah. I didn't know they were putting these out there. Bruh, no, I listen. In one day, I got three warnings and three tickets. Oh wow! <laughs> I got three warnings going up and three tickets coming back down. I'm leaving out the motherfucking crib. I see envelope from the PA department. I'm like, oh, what the fuck is this? They, they ain't know it was time to renew my CDL. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, fuck. I crack it open. I, when I seen the picture of my car, I'm like, like oh, this, ain't, this ain't good. <laughs> this ain't no good. Hundred goddamn dollars. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, no, we gotta normalize not driving on the boulevard. It's a, it's a rat for the boulevard. You gotta bro. show me that payment plan situation. You <laughs> I take going. the turnpike here and back. Yeah, I, I, the crazy part is, is it's it was I come off of the boulevard off of what is that sixty the Woodhaven? Yeah. Shit? So it's only from it's two lights. <laughs> Apparently, I draw in two <laughs> lights. Like, in 400 feet, I fucking draw. Got ahead of yourself. <laughs> Too much dip on my trip. And fucking 400 oh, fucking feet worth of strip. And they sent me a ticket. I'm like, I ain't getting a warning, no nothing. Dang. $100. Like, what the fuck? The, um, so I went to Houston's. Okay. That was bomb. Uh, the spinach dip is everything that is advertised to be. Oh, man. I got an advertisement story. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, it's everything that is advertised to be. Um, I also had this uh, steak dinner called the Hawaiian. It's a ribeye mm-hmm. with this Hawaiian glaze on it and uh, french fries. Shit is bomb as fuck. The ribeye has become one of my favorite steaks. It's I think it's the best cut of steak. Is it a bone-in or bone-out? It was a bone-out. I, I like one. the bone-in. I like in. the bone-in better. Like I get the bone-in from uh, Fleming's. That's like okay. my favorite okay. steak, period. Anyway. Yeah, I um I like the fillet, of course. But the thing with the fillet is you can cheat a little bit. I was explaining to somebody the other day. You can cheat a little bit on the fillet. You can go medium well on a fillet because the it's so tender. I can, on them days where I'm not trying to be a wolf, like yeah. I want my shit cooked yeah. a little bit. Not you know nigga hockey puck cooked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My, my I got a homie that eats all his steaks well done. He's tripping. Like he orders not well, I'm. We, the nigga got a T-bone well done when we was at uh, Morton's. I'm just looking at him hey, like... This is an $8 cut of meat. <laughs> Are you all right? <laughs> and he was cutting this shit up. And he was like, I'm just standing there like sitting there stuck. And he was like, fuck is wrong with you? And I'm like, dog, I feel like it was an earthquake. The fucking <laughs> table is shaking. What the fuck? Did the server like, like stare at him? Huh? I said, did the server like dog, stare at like, him? Dog, like it was funny because we one time we was at Firebirds and... 
the booths are really high. Yeah, like yeah. the back of the booth, you can't see over the booths in yeah. front of you, behind you. But the 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 table over behind us and table behind us, they were like loud. Like he kept laughing real loud, and she was laughing loud. And I'm like, oh, these niggas are driving me crazy sitting behind us. And she was like, how you just know they niggas? And I'm like, I'm guaranteed I know these niggas. They loud, <laughs> loud as a motherfucker. And then the waiter came up with the, the tray behind us, and he was like, I have a fillet, well done. I'm telling you niggas over there. Who the fuck gets a fillet well done? Damn. But yeah, he he used to shit. You know how long you got a, a fillet is like this. You know how long oh, you gotta cook. Like, like a, a 12 ounce like fillet? A, it's like a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> like you know how long you gotta cook a damn What's fillet? What's the movie? A Mondo burger. <laughs> <laughs> Big welfare green God. pepper burger. It's thick like that. You telling me you want that shit cooked all the way through to the center? Yo, eating steak well done is crazy. <laughs> Even if you tell them to butterfly and cook it well done, that is wild. Yo. Because like you said, it's such a tender cut of meat. It's going to crisp Dog. up automatically. It's going to get Dog. hard on you. I, re- I remember we went to uh, Taj Mahal in the AC, and raw is a, is, a, is a medium rare steak mm. eater. Like he'll eat his shit medium rare. Ross is a well done. So yeah. Ra ordered a ribeye, medium rare. I think medium rare. And I think Ross got his T-bone. No, he got it. He had a um a New York strip. Well, well done. done. He that's oh, the crazy part. He'll order ridiculous cuts <laughs> of the steak. Go get me a flank. <laughs> well done. That shit. This nigga's crazy. You get a skirt steak well done. <laughs> Double X well done. Y'all got any shop back there? <laughs> Yo, no bullshit. Back in the day. No. I remember I took this girl no, in table me, 31. Let me, let me finish this shit. <laughs> the nigga, the nigga ordered a New York strip. Well done. Rod ordered a fucking uh, a ribeye medium rare. They bought the ribeye well done and the strip oh medium rare. So they messed up because so Rod and he's putting it on the table. Rod's like, why is this steak so fucking burnt? And Ross is looking at his joint like, did y'all put it on the grill at all? Like what the fuck? So. <laughs> So the waiter was like, oh, man, they messed up with the cook on both of the cuts. So I can just take it back. So Rob was like, yeah, please, there's no way I can eat this shit. Ross is just like, yeah, no, nah, I'm cool all the way around. Just take it. I don't want nothing. I don't want to see it. The nigga took his shoes off and boycotted eating. And the rest <laughs> was sitting there like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dog? The nigga went and laid oh. down on one of the loungers in the fucking lobby. Like, I'm done for the night. Y'all eat just taking a joy. Like, the nigga was just frustrated That's like a motherfucker. Funny Yo, shit, this yeah. shit was crazy. But yeah, eating steak well done is nuts, I one time I, t- I went on a date with this girl. This had to be 15 years ago. I went on a date with this girl. I remember when Table 31 was in the uh, Comcast building on the ground level? It was like outside. It wasn't outside. Well, you entered from outside. You didn't have to go in the co- Comcast oh, 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, was yeah. the first restaurant that was in there. So I go pick her up. I should have known something was up because she lived at 43rd in Wallusen. Oh, yeah. So that was the first problem that you know I set myself up with. So I pick her up. We go to the John, whatever. And um, I'm like, yeah, you know, get whatever you want. Nah, nah, nah. I'm in my player mode. So she's like, yeah, um, the waiter comes. She's like, yeah, can I get a, a skirt steak? Well done. And I was like, I'm never going to see this no. bitch again. Like, I knew at that exact moment, I'm never going to see this girl ever again in my life. And Eat, I did. Eating them crazy cuts of steak, man. I do the bone in ribeye and I, um, the, the filet for the most part. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't really get into too yeah, much. Every else. now and then I fuck with a New York strip, depending on where I'm at. And, you know, the selling point is it dry age? Is it this or this? Um, but for the most part, Ribeye, pretty much every damn time. Yeah, the um, it was funny though because you just made me think about the shit the other day. 
So you know how racism is still alive. And it's, Were you here Wednesday? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, not, nothing, I'm not talking about that. Dude. I'm talking about like the subtle racism you kind of have to think oh, about. Oh, they call it latent racism. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I come out of the gym the other day. <clears throat> I go to the gym, The Edge, in uh, Deptford, New Jersey. I come out <clears throat> in the shopping center there, like maybe three or four stores down. It's a pizza place. And on the glass, it says world famous chicken wings. Now... I know that these chicken wings aren't world famous. Oh. <laughs> There's nothing in Denver that's world famous. Like, I know that these wings aren't world famous. You would famous. have grown past the strip mall in Denver. Right. You know what I'm saying? But nonetheless, I haven't had chicken wings in a little while. I'm like, damn, I'm kind of hungry. I just crushed a fucking workout. Give them a shot. I'm like, fuck it. I, I'm going to go get some, some chicken wings. You know what I'm saying? So I come in. All white people working there. White people throwing dough in the air and doing what the fuck they doing. White girl comes to the counter. She says, hey, thanks for coming in. I was like, hey, you know, what's going on? She's like, can I take your order? I'm like, I want four of the world-famous chicken wings that I see on the glass or whatever. She's like, okay, great. She started punching the computer. She was like, do you want any sides? And I'm like, no, just the chicken wings. So she's like, okay, four chicken wings. You want them fried hard? And I'm like... Yes. Yes, I do. But, <laughs> but why the fuck? I'm like, you don't, you don't just say that. You know what I'm saying? Because I know you don't ask nobody else that shit. You know what I'm saying? You don't ask Melissa, do you want your wigs? Bro? You see what I'm saying? So, so I'm just like, yes, but, but tone down the racism, please. The, so then, this, this is where it really kicks off and kicks up a notch. The wings are done. She comes around the, the from the back where the guy put them in the styrofoam or whatever, yeah. and she's got the styrofoam open. She's like, you want anything on here besides salt and pepper? And I'm like, hot sauce and ketchup. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> because she was like, anything else? You know how y'all. I'm just you know like. You know how you guys do, baby. I was about to straight tell her, like, cheddar cheese, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Horseradish, the fuck, like don't put no fucking hot sauce. Yeah, undercook my chicken and put horseradish on it. The fuck, like dog. And I'm just like the the shit you be really having to like think about all the like, and it, it just it amazes me how we just haven't gotten past that. Yo, you know did, what I mean? Did, do you remember a couple years ago when uh when the whites were trying to push the uh, medium rare chicken initiative? I re- yo. I remember, I'm like, yo, that's salmonella. You my, can't do that. My bus broke down one day, right at uh, Richmond and uh, what's the next block from Westmoreland? I forgot what the block. The next ne- at Westmoreland, next okay. block from Allegheny. I was on a sixty coming out, and the bus had broke down, right coming out the loop. So they was like, yeah, just leave it there, whatever. We'll have a, a record come, whatever, whatever. <laughs> so I'm out there. It's a bar across the street. Yeah. I was just like, fuck, I'm gonna go get. It's a bar. I know they sell food or whatever. I came in. I see the shit they had, those specials. They had a turkey burger with fries for like seven fifty. I'm like, can I get the turkey burger special? Or whatever she's like how do you want it cooked and i'm like the fuck <laughs> like, i'm calling eleanor <laughs> like, the fuck you mean like it's turkey like dog i don't want it cooked i want it cooked completely what the fuck you mean <laughs> i'm finished <laughs> completely cooked <laughs> thoroughly cooked the fuck you mean how do you want it cooked i'd like it finished please dog <laughs> <laughs> That'd be my fear with cooking. I finally cracked my ninja foodie the other day. Oh, I saw you. Yeah, I kept calling off. it the food day. <laughs> but I, I be like, I kind of tend to overcook shit because I'd be afraid to undercook yeah. shit because I actually undercooked salmon one time. And it's like. It's too slimy. Yeah. Yeah. It just, and that just kind of ruined me. So I tend to like <laughs> overcook things because I don't know the right, how to, you know how they be like, this should be cooked to this degree. Yeah. 
and it'd be like I don't have a thermometer because I'm I'm not a and chef. Then, like uh, the new shit for me with cooking is um yes I do cook y'all. The new shit with me with cooking is um the convection top. Mm-hmm. Them shits cook faster yeah. than like a regular just uh flame gas uh stove top or whatever like that and it's like yo you gotta really like be on top of that shit you when can't I, go take a piss and no come back. when i when, when i grilled the uh the fillets on the grill the, the other day yeah. it was like it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Um... Recommended six minutes, six minutes of cookage with a three minute flip. I'm like, there's no way this shit is cooking in fucking <laughs> six minutes. With a flip. Man, I put the timer on, I put it on at eight minutes trying to be smart. When I got to the uh, four minutes to halfway, yeah. I opened it, that shit was smoking. I turned <laughs> it over. I was like, I'm gonna take pictures of the other side because this, <laughs> this side is burnt. <laughs> what the fuck? Them don't cook fast as yeah, fuck, Yeah, it's, it's the convection. Like, <laughs> that shit is a whole that shit different cook, thing, It cooks man. at 510 degrees. I'm like, this fucking oven don't get up to 500 <laughs> degrees. That little-ass machine can grill at 510 degrees. That's crazy. So, yeah. So, uh, Ninja Foodie or the Foreman Grill, which one is better? Uh, I actually saw, I remember I posted it, like a versus. Like, that should be one <laughs> of the next verses, like the Foodie Grill versus the uh, Air Fryer. And the air fryers become the premier. It's like the go-to. You know, thing. people are putting everything in there. Yeah. French fries, nuggets, all kinds the of French shit. The French fries in the air fryer is elite. Somebody the other day was like, I'm never buying French fries out again because they just French fry, air fried French fries. I still yeah. haven't done it. Yeah, no. Might do that tonight. It's nuts. I, I've heard it's, in, I heard it's, it's incredible. It's, so, the, it's perfect French fries. Yeah. One of my like drug dealing hoodlum <laughs> danger to the community homies, he posted a joint where he was air frying French fries and the nigga was putting truffle oil on them. Like, my motherfuckers is turning into fucking Gordon out this joint. Fucking with these air fryers. I never seen this nigga cook. The nigga was putting truffle oil on his French fries. So it's like the air fryer is it, but the Foreman grill just got us through. It's iconic. Jadik has cooked a brick on that joint apparently. <laughs> <laughs> the nigga was lying through his teeth. Foreman grill held us down 15 summers, dog. Dog. You shitting me? You two crazy stories about the George Foreman grill. I saw this one day reading it. George Foreman has in his boxing career, right? From all his fights, all his shit, he made upwards of sixty million dollars. From the George Foreman grill, he's made two hundred and fifty million. Damn. Crazy. Yeah. Do you know who the George Foreman grill was supposed to be for? Hulk Hogan. Linda turned it down. Hulk Hogan got like a little like shake maker instead. Yeah. Because he didn't answer the call. What a dickhead. Linda turned it down. Damn. No, he wouldn't be interested in that. Yeah, Linda turned it down and then fucked her son's friend. Dog. <laughs> and took all Hulk's money. Oh. <laughs> That was supposed to be the Hulk Hogan grill. Let me tell you something, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you put the motherfucking <laughs> put the shit right on there. Like, so hard. You put the motherfucking bowling chicken breast on here, nigga. <laughs> Let me tell you something, nigga. <laughs> you eat your fucking vitamins and you pull that shit out of this goddamn grill. You be straight. Oh, they did Hulk dirty. Dog. Uh, second trivia. 
the the George Foreman Grill's two most popular places it sells, the United States and Hong Kong. Who is the the Foreman Grill is you know of course represented by yeah. George Foreman in America. Who is it in Hong Kong? Jackie Chan. That is the Jackie Chan <laughs> Grill. Jackie Chan. <laughs> Dog. It gotta be Jackie Chan. Dog. You know why I knew Jack, knew it was Jackie Chan because I was looking at uh. The Omer's guide for uh, A-list bankability mm-hmm. stars. Jackie Chan was number one for all. Oh, Jackie Chan, you know he's worth like seven hundred million dollars. Yeah. He's filthy rich. Yeah. Like, and this that goes to we can get into that later with the whole shit. Yeah. But like, when niggas found out about Jackie Chan in like ninety eight with he Rush Hour, he was a fucking <laughs> legend. <laughs> like, and that that be the thing. Like, we don't be completely understanding it. Like, when our community catches wind of something or under, it be like. We nah, always the last. This up. isn't new, yeah. you know. What I mean? Like Jackie Chan was the biggest star in Asia, but apparently over there the grill is a hot item, and for Damn. the last 15, 20 years, it's been the Jackie Chan grill. That's fire. Crazy as shit, man. Good trivia for today. The um, outside of that, I have nothing. Uh, I'm I'm going to Charlotte on a Wednesday. Uh, I'll be down there. Is with Charlotte you. open? Yeah. Quasi. Not like... Um, Not Atlanta open. You can't bring the Tigers in. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> Atlanta, you can bring the Tigers in. But not Charlotte, you can go have a meal. Did you see that Atlanta is boycotting out-of-town parties? Yeah. They literally have put up, like, posts, like, please, we would hope that our other nightclubs would stand with us. One of the nightclubs I saw on Instagram, I don't know if it was Atlanta or New York, not in New York, Atlanta or Miami, they had a STEMI party. That was Atlanta. It was Atlanta. Five ninety nine sections. They had six hundred dollars sections. Two bottles and ten people. What a, yo, just bring, just forward, just send me. <laughs> just leave it on a cash app card and then just transfer it over yeah. to the promoter when you get here. They had a stemmy party. Atlanta's insane. Out of yeah, I'm gonna go down to Charlotte because uh, we're gonna do our anniversary show next Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, next Monday. Monday. Yeah. Oh yeah. What the fuck am I talking about next Tuesday? <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> we record on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so next Monday. Cause ne- no, because next Monday is, Monday is the 18th. That's what threw me off. Yes. All right, yeah, so that we'll do that. But, uh, yeah, outside of that, man, I got uh, nothing else really popping this week. Uh, everything was good. Yeah. The world you. fell apart. But, yeah. The world's all fucked up. Uh, let's, Where do you want to start? I want to start with one of my idols, one of my heroes, a guy I got a lot of respect for, Dr. Dre. Yeah, that... <laughs> That's, that's shit. When that shit broke, it scared the shit. You want to hear some crazy shit? Maybe like two days before at my depot, um, it was me, Dustman, and another one of the old. The fact that he's now Dustman. Yeah, it's is- crazy. <laughs> like everybody in the gym call him Dust. <laughs> that shit is crazy. But me, him, and another uh, older nigga, he was like, yo, real shit, I think we're going to lose somebody real big in hip hop this year. And. He's like, I don't know why I feel like that. And I'm just like, I mean, we lost Nip. You know, he was like, Nip wasn't like huge. I guess that goes again to the A list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, Nip wasn't like a huge, iconic legend. He's a star, big name. But he was like, I honestly feel like one of the big dogs, something. Two days later, I see the shit, Dr. Dre and I see. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, Doug. Crazy. Yeah. And it's like, just knowing everything that we know about Dre, the fact that like he changed his health uh, around and his eating and he's a workout junkie and all of that now for the last like 15 years to see that was just kind of like what the fuck and then you Man. like and then anything with me with brain stuff i guess i assume the worst because 
that's the one thing you can't really do much about. Even no. with surgery and shit like that, if you catch a bad break on a, you have a brain aneurysm, then it triggers something in your central nervous system, and then this and then this, you out of here. Like instantly. you start having seizures and everything. Once else. upon a time, uh, back when I was doing corporate sales, uh, my sales manager had a friend of his, uh, <clears throat> woman or whatever like that. Perfectly healthy, like early 30s, whatever like that. She fine, da, 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 da. She go to the doctor. She like start feeling these headaches, whatever. She go to the doctor. They like, they check her out. Nah, you fine. We don't really see anything. They run some x-rays, CT scans, da, da, da. Okay, cool. She go back home two, three, four days later, still feeling fucked up, da, da, da. Go back to the doctor. Nah, you fine, da, da, da. Three, four days later, I see you. A day later, dead. Damn. Bacterial meningitis of the brain, penetrated central nervous system, out of here. Went to two different doctors, both told her she was completely fine, dead 10 days later. So that's how progressive brain-related sicknesses and injuries can get. Jeez. No head trauma, no none of that. Bacterial meningitis of the brain, out of here in 10 days. A young, completely healthy person. So it's like, when I hear anything brain-related, I'm like... Ugh, like yeah. I, I, I I clench up a little <laughs> bit and it's like Dr. Dre is like you don't get no bigger than that when yeah. it comes to hip hop. Dr. Dre, Puffy, like it's certain people yeah. that's just like, you know, bigger than you know, bigger than hip hop and bigger than music and he's one of them people. So, you know, the initial reports made it sound like super crazy when they talk about a brain aneurysm and all of that. Within a couple hours though, we got reports that he was cool and now his family feels like it was he was Exposed to or directly poisoned. Really? Yes. They're saying that there yeah, was some was trace I, I, I didn't, of like I, I, a, I didn't see the uh, actual. Yeah, there was like there. There, his family is alleging that there was some trace of like a contagion that's in rat poison in his system. Mm. And he was either directly exposed to it or just smelled it for too long or whatever but they trying to say like it was a whole thing be especially with the fact that his home was burglarized like right after like this was yeah, like, like a, that night like an a stage a staged attack mm. on dre a coup a coup damn yeah yeah the that was what last tuesday right tuesday yeah tuesday yeah. something like that the breaking into the house part of it was strange because it's like y'all don't got no respect for Dr. Dre out there. Yeah. Like, you know, I get y'all doing what y'all be doing out of towners and shit like that, but it's just like, come on, man. Dre is, is Dre is Cali. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh. Like if it ain't Dre, it's Snoop. Right. Like y'all got no respect for Dre, man. Like, wow, man. And it's like, with, with being Dr. Dre, you know he got the best security, the best security system, living in the best neighborhood, and niggas is still finding their way into your shit. Did you see the Tom Brady uh, stalker bull? Yeah. Did you see that? Broke in the Tom Brady house? Like huh? recently? Like, yeah, recently. You yeah. Like this he, week? <laughs> he got booked last year or two years ago for, I think he did something at the practice facility. He tried to get yeah, into he was the full blown stalking this man. So he broke Tom Brady. You know he's in Tampa Bay now, of course, but he still has a house in the uh, Boston area. Yeah, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. I was about to say Connecticut. Also, <laughs> he still has a, a house in the Massachusetts area. The guy broke in and took a nap. Like he broke in and, and went. Tom and, came home and he was there. Right? So when they booked <laughs> him in his mugshot, he got on a Brady jersey. Like <laughs> this dude. <laughs> I'm like, hey, man, it's tripping. Like, that shit is nuts. So it's just like, yeah, no, nah, but when it comes to the Dre situation, it's just, it, 
it's fucked up all the way around because it's like it's bad enough with the brain aneurysm shit, but it's just like to look up and see like y'all try to run up in the crib. It's like like immediately like oh, like, the hospital. Like you know, this ain't like a crib in Compton. Right. This is a compound. You need to stake this out. Yeah, <laughs> niggas like nah, we on go. We got a yeah. short window. We got a we might got a twelve hour window. We got to get everything we can get. Anything valuable is locked the fuck up. Right. Anything valuable. Like it's... niggas gonna be like, gonna have some Grammys for sale. Like what the fuck Dog. is the plan here? That, that's a, what is the plan here? It ain't no plan. We gonna see what the fuck we can get. We gonna hope he happen to leave out four hundred thousand, yeah, or the Apple uh, black card or something like that. We gonna just hope for the best. Like what? what like when y'all when y'all robbed the delivery driver, what is the plan? Forty six dollars, baby, two pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. But it's, just... <laughs> it's like, do you know how desperate you have to be where you like robbing the pizza delivery man is like Dog. top priority? Dog. Dog. You better are robbing the drug dealer than robbing the pill and pizza delivery, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I did see God. that. Like, no, it's the truth though. It's like, what, what are you getting out of robbing the delivery man? Like everything is like if you if you rob a Checkers, a Wendy's, whatever, all the cash is in the drop safe. They can't even access the shit. Uh, Armor truck company got to come get that motherfucking money. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like y'all just don't be thinking this shit through. Like, and it's like the limited fucking imagination of like just like you know. Black folks and poor folks alike. Because it's not just black people. It's black and poor people mm-hmm. in general. But it's like, you take like the imagination of the average white man. He's like, yo, I could rob the Louvre in Paris. Like, I, I could rob the fucking, I could rob Buckingham Palace. Like a heist. A real heist. Like some life-altering shit. Niggas is like, yo, I'm a, we gonna call the nigga from Domino's and when he pull up, pull a blicky out. <laughs> <laughs> This is incredibly stupid and short-sighted, man. <laughs> I remember old head was um, he used to drive for hot spots. You know, hot spots burned down. Really? Yeah, they burned down. Um, probably around Thanksgiving area. That's crazy. Today was my first day riding past, and I saw all the it's all boarded up and yeah. shit. And I'm just like, damn, hot spot going. Like that's crazy Sheesh. as fuck. But the old head, I remember uh, he used to drive the delivery for hot spots. And he was like, yo, I ain't going to hold y'all. Because he went to, like, jail, came, you know, yeah, yeah, be yeah, in the streets, yeah. go to jail, come home. They doing all kinds of odd jobs or whatever. And he was just like, man, I ain't going to hold y'all, man. This shit more dangerous than when I was selling drugs. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that shit just seems wild. And motherfuckers really be robbing uh, delivery drivers. Yeah, like, that's weird. So it's super weird. But the, uh, with Dr. Dre, what's going on with his wife? Uh, apparently, they ha- he has agreed to uh, he's agreed to uh, do the two million a month in temporary uh, support until they uh, settle the divorce. Oh wow! Yeah, he agreed to it. I guess he had a out of he had a you know a come to Jesus moment when he was uh, in the hospital and was like, "Fuck it, life too short. I'm gonna just pay her." Like and he, you know, he gave her the two million a month, man. So we'll see where this shit goes from here. But you know, I would, I would think that he's going to try to push for like a speedy divorce because if you got two million a month hanging over your head, you would be trying to get to the end of that fast. Yeah. Like just take this little buck twenty and go about your way, man. Twenty five million a year. Yeah, because uh, they were married apparently twenty four years. So I think that's where the lawyer came. Oh, 20, y'all was married 24 years? We need 24 million a year for every year. Y'all was married. These lawyers be ridiculous. Yeah, that's fucking insane. Like, phew. So apparently, uh, th- th- remember those concerts with the baby coming over? 
It's lit. It's yeah. lit. We got the two milli. We kitchen concerts all uh, 2021. 900000 a month for entertainment, dog. Like, it is up. But yeah, get well, Dr. Dre. Rest up. Definitely. Uh, you know, we're probably never going to get that album now. What are you in the uh, speaking of Dre? Two of Dre's disciples, Snoop Dogg and Eminem, are currently battling it out. You know, I didn't even know this was going on until like the <laughs> other day. I just, I just saw it the other day. Do you have any thoughts on this? No. <laughs> it's the weirdest. Like, came out of nowhere beef. Ever. I mean, was Snoop right? Yes. Was he wrong? Yes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Both of them. I totally get what Snoop was saying in the fact that I'm never going to look at Eminem the way I look at Rakim or Slick Rick right. or, you know, uh, who else did he mention? Uh, Big Daddy Kane. Yeah, I, I get that. Uh, you, you're an older dude from an era before this generation. Yes, you're older than Eminem for real. For real. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it makes total sense. With Eminem being the protege who, let's keep it a bean. Help Dr. Dre resurge and resurface as like the premier right. hip hop producer and executive producer to where it funneled into the 50 cent funneled into the right. game. It, you, 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 you don't do that to, pe to pe Eminem. People got to understand that, you know, the Elvis comparisons and all of that aside, M Dre brought the best out of M, but M also brought the best out of Dre also. And they got together at a point where they really needed one another. Eminem needed a break, and Dre needed to be viewed as Dre again. Right. And in order to do that, he couldn't do it with, like, hardcore gangster rap because right. it just didn't make sense at the time. Exactly. So in having M, it introduced him to a whole different audience of people that probably knew Dre and that, but weren't, like, super Dre stands. The two projects Dre had before Eminem, let's give it a buck, they didn't work. Yeah, the, the uh, Aftermath Presents and The Firm album. And The Firm, you know, I thought The Firm was okay. I thought AZ and Nas rapped terrifically on that, Joan. But The Aftermath, that was the keep their heads ringing. Ring, ding. Yeah. It didn't work. No, I don't even think it was that. It was, uh, I've been there. I've done that. Oh, you got yeah, guns. Yeah. I got strapped. It was yeah. that horrible shit. And, uh, you know, M reinvigorated Dre because not only was he a rapper, he was a producer also. And he knew how he wanted his music to be produced and come out and all of that and the execution part of it. And, um, you know, Eminem is a vital part of hip hop history. You can't tell the story without M. And the biggest problem that I have with everybody that got all these issues with M, with Marshall, is like they act like he's taking up space. I actually heard somebody say that the other day in the clubhouse room. The guy, Mouse Jones, that used to work for BET. He's horrible, by the way. I hate him. He has bad <laughs> takes on everything. He's a fuckboy. I boy. remember him. He's a fuckboy. I hate him a lot. Tell him I said it. I don't care. He's a fuckboy. Um, he has horrible takes on everything. He basically said that, like, Marshall is taking up space that another black artist could occupy. And I'm like, bro. And when we're Royce and other people in the room were saying this, Marshall comes out once a year. He put out an album. We talk about it for two, three weeks, however long. And then he goes back in his fucking bat cave. Whose space is he occupying? But no, but for them two, three weeks, we could be talking about somebody else. And it's like... No, it doesn't work that way. Like, there's duality. Like, multiple things can exist at one time. Like, if you think Eminem is the problem, then niggas need to work harder. Eminem don't even fucking market and promote his albums. He just put them out. 
Right. He's not even commanding Universal to say, yo, y'all got to give me $30 million to promote this project, blah, blah, blah. Them days of that shit is over. And when he do promote a project, he sell 1.7 the first week. So none of these motherfuckers is occupying that space anyway where right. they're doing a mil plus other than Wayne and Drake. I, I think for the climate that we're in in the world where everything everything is boiling down to race. Everything. Yes. I can't get chicken wings. You know what I'm saying? Right. Everything is boiling down to that we're in a situation now where people are almost looking like how everybody sees Taylor. Everybody's an investigative journalist. Everybody sees Taylor every now and then. And here's Taylor chime in and everybody thinks he's, yo, I like when Taylor chime in. Oh, shit. Oh, that's Taylor. It's they get the point. Y'all can't get no black engineers, and it just be like, relax. <laughs> like we got to the point where it's just that all the time. Now. Yeah, it's annoying. That's a Steve, black person. Steve Nash annoying. got a job, and must Stephen A. Smith and them was like, oh, ain't no black coaches that gonna get it. And it's just like, bro, let Steve Nash coach, man. Exactly. They let, like, it, not like, everything the, has to be that. The man. black superstars asked for him to be the coach. Seems and his lead assistant is Jacques Vaughn, who's the highest paid assistant in the league. Jacques Vaughn is black as a motherfucker. Like, so it's like this whole thing where it's like this whole lens of like. Revolt is building the largest platform for black creators globally. Become a member of our network at revoltcreators.com. The future is ours to create. Looking at shit like, is this is this racist? You know what I'm saying? Or trying to extract the racism out of everything. Like, it's, it's kind of jumped the shark for me. And it's like, it's gotten annoying, man. Like, and I get it. It's like, you know, black people want what they want. And, you know, they've been cheated out of this and that. And I get that. But the way to get it is not through like, oh, all this revisionist history about like Marshall Mathers. Like mm -hmm. that shit is just stupid to me. And y'all are wasting y'all breath and a lot of y'all fucking time with this shit. You know, Benzino man. is still talking about Marshall. Well, Benzino, <laughs> you know. His daughter is is girl Coyle Ray. She got the biggest record deal of 2019. Instead of, you would think he would be trying to hitch his his uh his, his train to, to her to her train. And he's just like just still talking about Marshall in the media all the time. I mean, no one really cares about you know, the made men anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, what you gonna do? Like it's fucked up. But so fucking yeah, the strange, Snoop the Snoop man. and Eminem shit is strange because like I said It's like you can't even grade them against each other. Exactly. It's just so different. Snoop is a flow master, but Snoop has just this in incredibly magnetic personality. Where Eminem isn't a flow master. He's more of a lyrical assassin and has zero personality. It's a right. sponge. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember somebody had a tweet where um, you you know the, the <laughs> those hats that Eminem wear? Oh, yeah. The ones where the brim is like a little shorter. It's a little train conductor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's boxy with a conductor. Somebody tweeted was like, Eminem really all that because we let him get away with this hat. <laughs> Normally, when the nigga that wear this hat coming to the cypher, you know he about to be rapping about pyramids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like, yo, when you see the rap nigga show up with that hat, you know he about to tell you about galaxies and dimensions <laughs> and everything else. Parables. Yeah, he's like, that's how I know Eminem really hot. <laughs> 
because M wear that hat and he can really wrap his ass up. So it's like, it's, it's nothing you can even grade him and Snoop against each right. other. Why are y'all making diss tracks and y'all are 60? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, let's not do this. Dre's in the hospital. Let's 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 do something else, y'all. Yeah, it's so weird. There was a whole clubhouse room dedicated to that. And I can't believe it, y'all are still doing that clubhouse. And thing. and from uh and from that, there became this whole argument about like tone and like how people say things and the the alleged tone police in um in hip hop. And because Eminem's part of his issue was like Snoop's tone, like he had like a dismissive tone towards me, like, and I I just couldn't understand why because like we on the same team and this this and this. And Joe Budden is like, man, I'm not watching my tone for none of you niggas, and I'm just like sitting here like I like Joe Budden a lot as a media person, but it's like Joe, you've been punched in your motherfucking face a bunch of times over your tone and the shit that you say out of your mouth. Wow. As a 40-year-old man, you would think that you learned your lesson by now, but it seems like you history is bound to repeat itself, and you want one of these new age niggas to punch you in your motherfucking face again hey. on camera because you don't want to watch your tone. And it's just like, as men, we talk about it all the time on this show, as men, we understand that there's a certain place a disagreement can't go before niggas start getting punched in the face. Right. Or worse. Right. So it's just like to say, like, I ain't watching my tone for none of you niggas. I'm in the media and I'm going to say what I got to say. And if y'all don't like it, then suck my dick. And it's just like, really? <laughs> like, because there's some, there's some motherfuckers that'll flip you upside down just at the sheer notion of you not going to watch your mouth. Whether you talking to me or not. Right. There's motherfuckers out here that'll flip you just for the sake of saying, I thought you wasn't going to watch your mouth. You'll 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 change, you know what I'm saying? And you'll mm-hmm. you'll be forced to change your tone. So the whole dynamic of that conversation just got weird to me. And I'm just like, as men, it gotta be just a a, a a general level of respect all the way around the board when you're talking about other men and understanding that number one, you're talking about artists, these people sensitive about the art, they crab, et cetera, et cetera. Some of them ain't. Some of them don't give a fuck. They in it for a money grab, whatever, whatever. You shouldn't even be talking about them at yeah, all, yeah, period, yeah. to begin with. But for the ones that Take this shit serious and put. You shouldn't just be on no fucking podcast or no web show or whatever the fuck. Just like, man, that nigga whack as shit and fuck this nigga and like, you can't do that. Yeah, I I say it a lot. We have this thing where like we. You heard, you heard Chad new album. Yeah, that John nice man. I really like that John boy. Really nice. Yeah, you heard Dan new album. Yo, that shit whack. Let me tell you, song number one, corny number number two, and it just be like it be so much energy for what people don't like. Exactly. No offense, Big Dan. Yeah, I'm probably be hot, <laughs> but it's just that's the way. Scam Rothstein. Yeah, that's the way we are as like a culture. It's like I'm gonna put 95 percent of my energy into what I don't like and what I hate, and then I'm gonna use five percent to big up. The things I like if I still got time when I'm done yeah. hating on, you know, everything else. So, yeah, Eminem and Dre, I mean, Eminem and Snoop should just relax. Y'all are all worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, just get on the phone and just figure you know, this shit out. It's no reason to do this. That beef and shit, I said it before, we don't, we don't need any more rap beefs, man. I'm, I'm completely done with them. Yeah. Let's get to the the hot topic. Yes. Um, Donnie T. <laughs> Don Trumpagina. Don Trumpagina. The last Don. It's crazy how he flip-flops back between, like, uh, hero to villain so quickly. Yo, he's really, like, Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's crazy when you really think about it. Yeah. Like, 
They just loved the whole country. Just loved him for the two thousand dollar proposal. Yeah, because he was really standing on it every day on yeah. Twitter, like two thousand plus two thousand, not six hundred. Like every day, he had a creative way to talk about this two thousand dollar stimmy. And then all of a sudden, this motherfucker just ignited a whole race war in a, a coup of the capital. I think that the way everyone has turned on him in the last week or two weeks, it's like, okay, yeah, but let's not get lost in the fact that. He's leaving office in eight days. Yeah. And it's like, y'all y'all wait until this, like the end. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all could have done this shit two years ago. Yeah. There was no reason for him to be president in the first place. Correct. So y'all could have been done this. Seeing all of these social media platforms, <laughs> the, you know he's banned on everything. 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 Even Pornhub. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's on Pornhub and can't get on Pornhub. <laughs> Dog, when I saw Pinterest, I'm like, damn. Can't even make no recipes. <laughs> he can't get no baby shower ideas. Like, what the fuck? My favorite joint was Shopify. Shopify. Like, <laughs> no, MySpace. No MAGA merch. Like, he can't sell no wastefinders. <laughs> Nothing. They did on dirty. They said, yeah, you went too far this time. Hey, Bandimo, everything. Did you see now that... um? A lot of companies are backing away from him, and they said that uh, two of the platforms that he uses for donations have canceled his account. Oh, have, like shit. they've they've uh, put a, a a freeze on his account. Yeah. So the GOP party can't even receive donations right now. I'm like, damn. I just think it's come to a point where everybody, like, the the Titanic has hit the fucking iceberg. And everybody has finally come to realize what black people no, and like when the Titanic and iceberg they were still partying. You talking about the Titanic? This <laughs> shit is started going down. going down. Now it's like oh yeah, shit. Yeah, so it's basically like the everybody that was like uh, ignoring what he was doing right. and making excuses for him right. have now finally caught up to where the early adopters were two years ago. That are like this is dangerous rhetoric. Where is this going? Da 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 da. He literally, like, with a series of tweets, gathered thousands of people at the Capitol building Whoa. and ignited them to go in. I will stand with you at the Capitol. I'll be outside with you. We will march from so-and-so to the Capitol we building. We will storm down we Pennsylvania storm. Avenue. <laughs> like, excuse me? That's treason. This is Genghis Khan <laughs> shit. <laughs> you are. <laughs> You're wild. The sitting president of the United States is urging mobs. Through dog whistling, because they know who he's talking to. Right. And it goes back to the Proud Boys stand by, stand back shit. Mm -hmm. Like, where it's basically like, not now, our time coming though. Yeah. Just wait on it. And now it's gotten to a point where everybody is like, oh shit, like, this is dangerous. They stormed into the Capitol. The Capitol, bro. They use bike racks to climb yeah. up the wall. The Capitol has steps. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Why are y'all scaling the walls? What the fuck is going on here? Can I tell this story real quick? You just made me think about this shit. Shout out Dickie. I hope he listening to this shit. You ever... This is, this is a couple minutes, so just follow with me. You ever, like, sit with your homies and get high, and your homie just start talking complete all nonsense? All the shit, yeah. All the... <laughs> All the spaceship shit, you know what I'm saying? Spaceships could really land and yeah. ain't nothing we can do about it. 
Like they just just drop down and like it's like what we what we really gonna do? Yo, yo, you ever notice when you get ash on your pants? If your pants is black, the ash is white. But if you got on white pants, the ash is black. Like stupid shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So we sitting out at the park, right? We at Elmwood. We smoking weed. We chilling. Smoking weed. Niggas had a couple drinks. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Dicky high as shit. Dicky hauls off and starts telling us, yo, you know what one of my fantasies always was? I want to get frisked by a badass cop. So I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking about? He was like, I saw they did top 10 sexiest cops in the city. Yeah. Like one of them. Like, I want to get frisked by one of them bitches. Like, and I'm like, I don't, why? He was like, I don't know. Just pull up, you know, tell me on, all, you know, up, up against the wall, up on the car and just go for it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> okay. So... We sitting there, like I said, we smoking weed, drinking a little bit, whatever, whatever. My just was years ago. And it's like midnight. It's like 12 o'clock at night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we in the hood. Like, it's it's young. It, we young niggas. It's me, him, my man Zach, Big Mike. It was a couple other motherfuckers there. Out of nowhere, this little white kid comes walking through the park. It's midnight. Yeah. Remember 300? When the white kid came walking out of all the smoke? Yeah. And that's yeah. how the shit was. Young white boy, he might have been like... 12. Yeah. He's walking through the park and he starts lighting M80s. Right? Boom. Boom. We just like, what the fuck is up with young boy? He light like four or five of them and start walking up Elmwood. So here I go. I'm like, um... Yeah, we should get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So everybody, you know, motherfuckers is high. They chill. Motherfuckers like, for what? And I'm just like, because you know sooner or later the law going to be the fuck out here. Like, yeah. that shit was loud as fuck. This is just, this is stupid. You know what I'm saying? We, we need to get the fuck out of here. Niggas don't leave. We sit in there. All the weed going, drinks pretty much going. It's time to go. Police car pulls up. Bro, when I tell you two of the baddest cop bitches you ever seen in your life. <laughs> get out of the cop car. The chick, first, the driver gets out and was like, okay, everybody up against the fence. My man was like, woo! It's my, my night, baby! He jumps the fuck up. The nigga ran to the fence and we all still sitting there. He on the fence like, yeah. So he's like, he's like, yo, do all of them first and then both of y'all come for Come for It's me. So, we just like, yo, this nigga, man. Like, we cracking the fuck up, and they can't understand why we laughing and shit. So, we line up on the fence. Big Mike was to my left. I'm here. My man Zach was to my right. I know that for sure. I can't remember who the fuck was in between Zach and Dickie. I want maybe talk there. I, I don't know who the fuck was there. Dickie was the fifth person. Yeah. The first cop, John, she had like a shortcut. Other one had like a ponytail. Remember how they wear the ponytail with the clip yeah. with the ponytail? Is first one was the short hair John was really, really nice. She first big Mike, the one with the ponytail, first me. So we stand there, he at the end, like, oh my God, like y'all. <laughs> like this shit is so it's so lit. Like, of course he didn't say lit, because this was years ago, but yeah. and you know, uh for inflation, the nigga said lit. <laughs> first the short hair chick, first big Mike, other one first me. Short hair chick she frisking Zach and they I ain't gonna hold you they was getting busy with the with the, with the, with the, with the frisk work so the short hair chick got to it was Jean she got the Jean Jean was in between Dickie and Zach she got the Jean and she frisking him and 
the the one with the ponytail was finishing with Zach. She walks away like towards the car. She like you okay with 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 him? She like yeah. She starts walking back to the car. Another cop car pulls up. This husky ass light skin boy gets out. You could walk right into the park because the fence was like that, and it ended. Yeah. All of this shit was open. He got out of the car and hurdled the, fence. the fence, and we was just like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" <laughs> he jumped over the fence, and, and then he was like, "They all been frisked." She was like, "Not him on the end." He was like, "No!" <laughs> he put his hands up. The cop pulled out his baton. He put his hands up to fight the cop. We was on the ground. <laughs> Cop will frisk the shit out of me. <laughs> With this whole night. Yo. Dog. Dog. But you made me think about that when you said that they they climbed up the wall instead of coming up the fence. The cop boy hurdled the gate for zero reason. Because he could clearly just walk around the shit. He came in the park. He was like, they all been frisked. She's like, not him on the not end. Not him. That shit was so, it was so sad. They got done, of course. Nobody had nothing, right. whatever, whatever. And they left. And he, I mean, he was like, he was on this joint, like. Like, hello, darkness, <laughs> hello. <laughs> he was emotionally spent. <laughs> Craziest shit ever. Nigga told us about his weird-ass fetish <laughs> dream. <laughs> the shit came true and rated the end. That's what he get for asking to go last. <laughs> Just got his out the way. Nigga wanted a threesome frisk. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy as shit. Oh, they ain't gonna go nowhere. They chilling. Yo. Double team me. <laughs> Shout out Dickie, man. <laughs> Crazy as shit ever. But yeah, back to the shit we was talking about. Yeah, so I mean, you know, for obvious reasons, this whole shit with uh what went on on uh on the six has, you know, ignited all of this dialogue amongst people. If they was black, this and this. If they were black, then you know, police have what's called qualified immunity. Mm-hmm. Capitol Police and Secret Service have a different level of qualified mm-hmm. immunity because they're guarding either a uh, you know a person of prominence or a national monument. So with that being said, they can just shoot you and then we'll just figure out what happened later. Ain't nobody getting cuffed. <laughs> ain't no ain't no real investigation. We're gonna ask a couple questions and we're just gonna throw you in a body bag. Yes, if black people storm the Capitol, yes. If black people take over an IHOP, they're going to drop listen, a bomb on that shit. Niggas took over a row home on 59th and Osage. And they, in, the, in, in a city. A the, home they owned. The, the city. <laughs> I'm just not coming outside or putting on deodorant. Yeah, fuck they like dropped that goddamn bomb. Like, like, think about how crazy that is. In they house. And everybody that survived got locked the fuck up. <laughs> You coming out this show? You going straight <laughs> you to going jail. straight up. Straight up. 30-year sentences across the board for everybody. Crazy. So it's just like, yeah, no, if they were black, of course. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, Honestly, they wouldn't have got in. Yeah. You wouldn't have got in, in the in the uh, the Senate to, to do this, I mean, the state capitol to do this in the first place. Like, they were legitimately moving out of the way. Yeah. Like, like, oh, y'all coming in as y'all? All right, bet. Let me show you around. So when you walk over here and shit. This that's is what stuff. I was telling. I'm like, the way other countries had to be looking at this shit, like Al-Qaeda members and Russia and China, it's like, just so like. All we had to do was ask to come in? All we had to do was pull up? <laughs> the fuck? Because no, it wasn't like it was a bunch of white men in like tactical gear and like yeah, trained assassins. You know how they be training Al-Qaeda? You be seeing them on yeah. the ground with the guns yeah. and going under barbed wire. This was like how to shape white women was pulling up to the <laughs> just barging their way in. a white woman in a wheelchair. <laughs> Why are you here? 
The one joint was you here? it was like an older white woman and she was cheesing and holding the flag or whatever. And somebody was like, uh, Meemaw, this is the most fun Meemaw done had all <laughs> goddamn year. It's like dog. She looked like she was at the Alabama game. Like that shit was crazy. Yo, did you see the one uh black dude, the bald head guy had the tattoo on his head? Yeah. He in there just taking pictures, he Yo. flicking it up. He flicking it dog. up. Like what? He about to get seven years fed time dog. for flicking it up. They, a lot of them got placed on a no-fly list because yeah. they figuring out who they are and they don't want them trans tra- traveling all over the place because yeah. they want to you know get in contact with them. So I've seen a lot of videos in the last couple of days of them freaking out in the airports when they find out. Yeah. Like, oh no, baby, you and you ain't getting your fifty-six back. The you one, know what I'm the saying? The one like, guy had his uh, had his work lanyard on and they figured out where he worked. He got fired the next day. Dog. Like four of the main motherfuckers, the boy that looked like Brett Favre. The dude that Brett was, Favre. <laughs> that was the dude, the that, the dude yeah. that had the podium, uh, Brett Favre, the dude that oh the Buddha had the podium. That's what I'm thinking about. No, Brett Favre had it was on and Nancy Pelosi always with his oh feet the old up. head yeah, yeah, yeah with his feet up. So Brett Favre, the boy with the podium, and two more already been arrested. Yeah, they got he they got him in uh, Alabama, I believe. Yeah, they they facing like forty years apiece. Uh, he stole mail. Federal offense, like you can't, you can't take my mail, <laughs> let alone oh, the speaker of the house's man. Like, you take my publisher's clearinghouse bullshit, you in trouble. Like, you take Nancy Pelosi mail off her desk, you tripping. So, they film this shit. Yes, and that goes back to what we always they had talk like about: professional cameramen, dog, like that shit. <laughs> yeah. What's the, what's my day rate? <laughs> did you notice? Did you notice Dan was in Atlanta <laughs> this <laughs> past week? Like you know what I'm saying? Real shit. How like, much is the per diem? Yeah. <laughs> how much y'all got for me? They like look. We need four hookers and, and, and camera footage. All right, I'll be down there. Like dog, that shit real. So it's like yo, y'all storm the Capitol. Okay. I want to give a shout out to the, uh, Eugene Goodman. Once I actually read his story and what happened, the way yeah. he di- diverted all of them from going down that hallway and shit, it's like, okay, I see what the nigga was doing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And he didn't have a gun, which un- is, an- is another one that doesn't make any fucking sense How don't to me. the Capitol Police have guns? What if someone storms the Capitol? Yeah. They like, ah, oh, that shit had never happened. And it's like, bruh. What a random Wednesday. <laughs> bruh. <laughs> and that goes back to what I was saying. It's like, I could see if they was in like, tactical riot we yeah. taking this motherfucker like you always talk about SWAT or fucking assault on precinct 13 like they dress like that yeah. okay but like these motherfuckers had on jeans had a buffalo skin on him. the one nigga <laughs> <laughs> It was a bunch of shit. A bunch of shit. They got a Cabela's. This was tripping. Nonsense. One of them white boys had a Viking helmet on. And I'm like, could you imagine a group of niggas being led by Flavor Flav storming the fucking Capitol? How that would end? And it'd be a bloodbath, yo. A bloodbath. Real talk. That'd be a blood. It'd be a massacre. It'd have laid them out. So it was. It was interesting though. I said, and I I wrote his name down because I don't want to mess his name up. Uh. Theodis Jones. Okay. They call him Butch. Theodis Butch Jones. He worked as a capital state capital police officer for 37 years. This guy was the head of the Black Police Officers Union in D.C. Oh, shit. Like, he was a real deal dude, and then yeah. he transferred over and worked for the state capital. So he was on CNN the other day, and he they, they asked him, it was like, how do you feel about what you saw happen? He was like, I don't have a doubt in my mind that they were, like, in on this and, like, yeah. helping with this. And they were like, what do you mean? He was like, I worked there for 37 years. He's like, I can remember vividly. Louis Farrakhan came to the Hart Building. Yeah. 
Louis Farrakhan, leader of the you know the the, the nation of Islam. nation of Islam. Noah. He said Louis Farrakhan came to visit the Hart Building. Louis Farrakhan showed up with four other gentlemen. They got out of their truck. They were sharply dressed. You could tell they weren't there for no foolishness. Beautiful suits, beautiful shoes. They looked wonderful. Yeah. Louis Farrakhan and four other Nation of Islam members. They had us deploy our entire department to the steps of the Hart Building. And we had a SWAT backup. It was Louis Farrakhan and four other black guys. And suits and hard bottoms. And he was like looking at, knowing what I know and knowing that I was there for that and seeing this, it just doesn't, where where was the backup? Where They, they, uh, they said they, that they had a call in to the National Guard and the National Guard de- like declined it. Yeah, because Trump told them to decline it, as well as the Secret Service. Dog. We ain't dealing with that shit. <laughs> nope. I know they going down. <laughs> <laughs> I sent them. Man. I like. It's a it's a thing. I can't really talk about. I it told them the, the 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 back gate don't close all the way. So pop that down. You yeah. see, right in there. <laughs> Four thousand motherfuckers Yo. in there. Storm the Capitol. One thing that I noticed was that uh, of the black uh, Trump supporters, they were smart enough to keep their asses outside. Yeah. Uh, there was a bunch of blacks for Trump. Outside, but they was they stayed outside. Yeah. They didn't go in. They're like, oh no, nigga. Yeah, that's we, a, that's we a, know better. That's a felony. Yeah, that's a felony. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, oh, don't do that with Dave Smell. Don't do that, nigga. That's five to ten. <laughs> <laughs> the um, it, it, you saw he they they issued another letter uh, article of impeachment. Yes. So he's about to get impeached again, and I think it's safe to say he's going to go on record as the worst president ever in American history. Bar none. They saying that he might end up having a pardon himself. Yeah. <laughs> to get out of all of the trouble that he. Had. Because they said once once people started actually dying, it's like all right, this is past anything else. Yeah. You know, you had one death, two death, three death, four. Death. I think now it's like upwards of eight. I've, I've seen five before. I said they five and yeah, four. I, I, the initial report was four. It was f- five and three are on like life support or critical <laughs> some shit. Yeah. Two two officers dead and then three protesters Dang. dead. Yeah, because motherfuckers were getting trampled and shit. Yeah, the one guy uh, tased himself to death. He had a taser in his waistband and it, it hit his balls and tased him to death. Tragic. What a fucking idiot. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, the one chick got uh, shot in the neck. She's a she's a meme now. Yeah. That, that that I took that personal. <laughs> I I go hold you. I screamed off of that. And she did you see the video of her going off? It's just like, you know, I hate to be that guy, but it's like, you asked for this. Reap what you sow. You went there with that energy. Yeah. We will not be denied. We'll, the, the one boy was like, I'll I'll die right here on this hill. It's like. For what? For what? No one will remember you. You for, are not a. You are not a hero. For nothing. Motherfucker. For what? Trump, like, what's his name? <laughs> my my good friend, my, my my good friend, what's his name again? Uh, oh, we don't have it. All right. Yo. Uh, the guy that was tragically uh, murdered. <laughs> the guy. <laughs> what movie was that? The guy. Uh, half baked. <laughs> the guy. But you told him it was cool. Yo. So on January 8th, this is what ended up getting Trump uh, banned from Twitter, mm-hmm. which led to all the subsequent bans. On January 8th, Trump tweeted, the 75 million great American patriots who voted for me, America first, and make America great again, will have a giant voice long into the future. They will not be disrespected or treated unfairly in any way, shape, or form. Then he followed up with, to all of those who have asked, I will not be going to the inauguration on January 20th. 
And Joe Biden was like, good. He shouldn't. Good looking. <laughs> good. He shouldn't pull up. It's like, it, it be seeming like the way Joe be acting, like he he definitely won't rumble Trump. Easy. Easy. Yeah. Like he definitely won't mix Joe with him. Joe was stressed out with being asked all these questions. Yo, I was saying it the other day. Joe and Kamala are literally like, <sighs> like yeah. they not even in the joint yet. <laughs> like imagine going to like your third interview. <laughs> And they running off and all like, the shit that's fucked you, so up. What you, so what do you think about all the problems going on with the company? I don't even work here yet, fam. <laughs> How do you think that we fix uh, employees abusing uh, their lunch breaks? Right. I don't work here, my man. I'm going to abuse that shit when I get in there. What's like, this, what, what are they doing now? What's yo, the system? It, it, it's, it's a wild, wild situation. Um... But Joe Biden, of course, is the president. He's won the election now for the 14th time. <laughs> he wins the election every week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, keep calling his chief of staff. Keep calling your, uh, you president again. Yeah. Right, <laughs> <laughs> you president again. <laughs> he wasn't president for two days. You president again, baby. It's back on. It's business again. <laughs> and every time he wins, Trump like, I ain't going for that that's shit. Some like, yeah, that's some bullshit. I'm not buying it. You, you're, you guys are fucking liars. I will say this about Donald Trump. And I know this is going to sound bad. This is going to sound really, really terrible. I'm genuinely going to miss him as the, the commander in chief. You have to. Only be, not because of his practices or his belief. It's because he's grade A. He's pure entertainment. He's grade A. Yeah. And y'all banning him off of every social media is nuts. He's going to like... He's going to, like, create his own social app or some shit like that. I was saying it earlier with, with Jules. I'm just like, you know him. Uh, what's the old governor of New York? Oh, Giuliani. 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 Was he the mayor of New mayor, York? Yeah. Mayor. He's mayor. You know him. He was supposed to be president. He fucked up. You know Trump, Giuliani, and Pen I was like, you know they close friends is probably crazy <laughs> as shit. <laughs> you know they close friends is nuts. Like, dog. So it's like, I, I, I personally want to see, you know, oh, did you see he was going to address to the big tech today? They was hating on him this morning. CNN said that uh, one of Trump's peoples came out and said he's going to address big tech within the next 24 hours because they got him the yeah. fuck up out of here. And CNN is like, nation in turmoil, multiple people dead at the state capitol, and you want to come out and talk about why you can't tweet. <laughs> and it's just like, that's some Trump shit. That's not all that bullshit. My thing is, I don't understand how y'all let Boosie <laughs> get all this shit. Boosie had 34 titties on his page. <laughs> but I can't fucking tweet. And it's like... I incite one fucking riot and one takeover of a national monument and I gotta go. And y'all tripping. And they, 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 um, they said that they wouldn't air it. And they, he was like, the born CNN was, <laughs> <laughs> the born CNN said no reputable media would, would is going to post it. They was like, you might be able to get it on. He was like, you might be able to catch it on Fox News or whatever. <laughs> he was like, nobody was Holy sense. Because he was like, they know if they put that on, it's just going to re... Because you know he not going to get on there and just be like, I want to apologize yeah. for my actions. You know, I'd really approve. We're like, you know he going to get on there and say, you see y'all? That's why you got to keep the foot on their neck. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. So he was like, it's just going to incite more they shit. They don't want the message to spread. So they was like, nobody's going to pick the shit up when he does address it. Yeah, his, his entertainment level it's gonna be crazy it's great, eh, man. It's crazy roof, wait it's till he get roof. on breakfast club yo the fucking or uh, here <laughs> yo the fucking uh 
the Trump burner account <laughs> with the mustache. <laughs> I'm new to Twitter. What y'all been doing? <laughs> the Joel you posted with him yelling at his son. Dog, I need your password. Dog. I need your password. I said that shit to Lee when you were posting the shit with all the because I was because I was telling her work. I'm like I think they about to like all because Facebook and banning him and Instagram banning. And I was like I think they all about to get him the fuck out of here. I said to her she was like Pinterest. <laughs> like, like what the fuck are they possibly doing on Pinterest? Twitter suspended him indefinitely. Like, it's over. Yeah. I was like, it's crazy to think that, like, the, the president of the free world is out here living like deuce. <laughs> it's just crazy as shit. Like, you. Like, multiple right. accounts. Like, multiple have to, deletions. <laughs> like, dog. His, uh, his son said, we are living in Orwell's 1984. Free speech no longer exists in America. It died with big tech. And what's left is only there for a chosen few. This is absolute insanity. I can understand him being on banned on the big three, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I can understand that. Snapchat is like, how much damage are you really calling right. on Snapchat? Just, just pictures. 15-second blurbs. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Reddit, yeah, because Reddit is like, the, you know. Yo, Reddit is the soft underbelly of, of destruction. I had yeah, no you, idea. You Philly niggas apparently got your hands <laughs> yo, on Reddit and lost your minds. The Philly Reddit is different, yo. So I can understand Reddit. TikTok is wild. <laughs> <laughs> what was Trump doing on TikTok? TikTok, like we not jeopardizing our deal with the with the music industry, fucking around with Trump. Like we don't need Trump doing a body yada yada challenge, <laughs> <laughs> sending our shit into turmoil. So I don't understand TikTok. Um, YouTube, I totally get. Shopify and Pinterest is just fucking weird. Shopify ain't no MAGA merch popping off, dog. What's, yeah, the MAGA waist trainers ain't gonna hit. Was he on Twitch? I don't even. I thought know. Twitch was like There's for no way. I thought Twitch was like for gamers. Yeah, it's like video streaming. Yeah. Uh, but they banned him on Twitch. <laughs> they got him up out of there. I know they have all type of strategy meetings. Like, what I, can we get I've on? had this argument. Well, not argument, but discussion with people at my job. Because we go through it with the free speech thing. I'm going to go into that a little bit. I want to yeah. get your take on this. So... When it comes to free speech, that's the first one, right? Yeah. Isn't that the First Amendment? Yeah. Freedom of speech. I thought yeah. so. Yeah, First Amendment. So in America, you you supposed to have free speech. Now, I deal with it at my job that they always be like, and most jobs are like this, where if you tweet the wrong thing or say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing, your job can come in the gym because they'll be like, un, what's the, uh, the technical term? Uh, un. Conduct unbecoming. Yeah, conduct detrimental. At our drone is conduct unbecoming. So, and I I know people who have gone through situations where they've been reprimanded at work, they've lost jobs from from simply tweeting shit. That I'm not even representing. They just right, is just, I'm just me. This is just me yeah. tweeting or me gramming or whatever, whatever. And it's like, yo, censorship. Is it a good thing or is it a bad thing? Like us censoring Trump and everybody in this moment censoring him, it's like, okay, yeah, and we're looking at it just from the entertainment aspect because yeah, yeah, we don't yeah. believe none of the bullshit. Yeah. But in reality, it's like how much censorship is a good thing. Well, I think that the biggest issue is that once you start inciting like riots and shit, you're no longer protected under the free speech. I agree with that, but anyway. I'm I'm not even just just on our level. Like if I, you know. 
say, man, these hoes be getting on my nerves, and then someone's well, fine. Shit, I've been I've been deleted for less. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> been removed from Twitter for less. Like you an actor, and you say that these hoes getting on my nerves. Now you got to come out and do a publicity. I mean, a a public address. Yeah. Now, like, to apologize to the hoes. I didn't mean. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like that shit is like kind of crazy. So the censorship cen- censorship thing is to me, it's a bit. Wild when you really think no, about it. No, in general, the present censorship that exists in 2020 and 2021 is extreme. Like, I watched Chris Rock the other day. He did the Jay Leno show before he hosted the Oscars in 2005. And Jay Leno was like, yeah, I know this is a busy week for you. He's like, now you had something the other day where you was like, because um, they, they asked you... Um, who? How do you feel about the nominees? And you was like, you didn't know who was nominated because um, only gay, only only gay guys watch the Oscars. And he was like, no, no, I didn't. I said only gay guys watch the Tonys. And everybody <laughs> fell apart. And I'm just like, no way could he get that off in 2020 hosting the Oscars? Nah. <laughs> what? <laughs> and it's just crazy at just how fast things have changed yeah. when it comes to Look just at what they did to Kevin Hart. They tried to make him go on a full blown apology tour with some old tweets where he basically said I didn't, he didn't want his son to be gay, and that was like a whole like yeah. what's wrong with being gay? Yeah. Like, that was a whole fucking thing. So in general, where we have reached now in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one with the censorship shit, it has gone too far. It has jumped the shark. Everybody wants to be equally represented, but everybody also wants to be able to be equally ridiculous without facing any form of criticism or speech about their particular group because they turn it into like hate speech the the gays in particular do that like that that's their main thing like like you bet not say nothing about us like we're gonna flame your whole you know what I'm saying we're gonna torture your whole situation mm-hmm. like we're gonna make your life a living hell and usually it doesn't even last that long but they create the fear they spin the fear wheel to make it like oh it's gonna be so arduous and you're not gonna be able to do so and so and so the word so. of the week is arduous yeah it's no this will be like it. such a hard thing for you to overcome and in reality it's like Kevin Hart's like yo I apologize the one time I'm not gonna keep apologizing fuck off I'll go do Jumanji 150 million the first weekend. You know what I'm saying? Like, 900 million total. <laughs> he was like, I'm not. Fuck what y'all talking about. Yeah, I'm not participating in this. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like that shit only, like, it's like the cancel culture and all of that that exists only really works if you like lean into it. Like, if you just be like, no, you can't cancel me. They like, but what do you mean we can't cancel you? Like, they don't have another move. It's like Markeith Morris trying to push Boogie last night. And Boogie just like, all right, man. <laughs> all right, you okay? Man. Yeah. Now, Donald Trump was basically saying how free speech no longer exists because of big tech. So my thing is when I look at like how we always talk about Jeff Bezos and Amazon, like one man shouldn't have that much power in the yeah. words of Kanye. When you look at big tech and how it's, it's crazy to think, but life. Remember how there used to be like life. And then social media. Yes. Do you remember that time period? Yeah, yeah, you remember yeah. that? Like where it was like you had real life and then you had like. Yeah. From about 2008 to about 2014. I was going to say 13. Yeah, but like 13, same 14. difference around that time. It's like a six or seven year period where they existed separately. They 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 didn't. There was a, par- a parallel, but there wasn't a connection there was not directly. There a direct intersection. Yes. To where like. People now will ask you for your IG handle instead of your phone number. Facts. You know, people will find you. You you get a job. People who work there will start requesting you. 
And you'd be like, who the fuck is Yo, who the fuck I, is Otis Johnson the third? I remember when I worked at ADP. <laughs> you like, oh, he worked with me. Like, I remember when I worked at ADP, they was all them. Yeah, you got Instagram. I'm like, no, I'm not even on social media. Like, I'm not playing that game with y'all because then you start having to. That's how work and social media intersect oh. and life intersect because now people start asking you, oh, hey, well, what what was that post you posted the other day? And so so, what did you mean by that? And it's like that's how oh. the two started to come. I walked together. into my my. Uh, district one day my assistant director she was like i saw your power review the other day that was funny and i'm like that wasn't me and she was like yes it was she was like I, and she's like um because somebody had tagged me in it on facebook yeah and she was like it said matt kane and i was like no that was cat main that, <laughs> that wasn't me trust me and it'd be like dog that shit is nuts but it's like you can't avoid your social media becoming your life right. nowadays so to have these Basically, <laughs> yeah, yeah, cat main. That ain't no Mac game. Like to have Facebook, which is don't let you be a, 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 a um like own a business or a yeah. boutique or so. This is your premier. Out there are no yellow pages anymore. Yeah. There are no white pages anymore. You know what I'm saying? This it's, is it. It's the internet. Yep. This is what Al Gore wanted. This is it. <laughs> this is it. It's so it's Twitter, like your Instagram. So your it's Facebook like to lose your, your Facebook, to lose your Instagram, to lose. This is why people legitimately freak out when they have some shit get taken down. And I, I, I need to tell you this for the umpteenth time. When something gets removed from Facebook or from Instagram, ain't nobody hating on you. Yeah, they, they have a team. It's technology. That's called technology. These are multi-billion dollar companies. The, people will go and screenshot the fact that something got taken down and post it and be like, oh, damn, I got y'all mad with that one. <laughs> like, no one cared, yo. Like, but it's just crazy to think that, like, Zuckerberg and them, can basically just shut you off from the world if right. they feel like it. Like, no, you banned on everything. Yeah. To where your phone is essentially a fucking it's a it's a it's a game gear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this shit is a, is a game gear. You can't interact with nobody. You can't do shit world. on this joint. Remember the old Jones little kids where they put up and they pulled a little lever to see the slides move? Yeah. Fucking view sonic. Yeah, view sonic, exactly. That's what your phone is. That's, it's, a, it's a camera. So it's like, damn, it's like, it is crazy to think like they can really just ostracize you from the world yeah. when they feel like it. They, they got Trump out of here overnight. Overnight. And it's like the only reason why, you know, I I agree with it is because his circumstances were so extreme where it's like, bruh, like you initiated an act. You use social media to initiate an act of treason. You ever go on Pornhub <laughs> and like the video don't load and you're like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Imagine just you can't get on this. <laughs> this shit don't turn on. Forever. <laughs> like you got to do the 2020 uh, equivalent of blowing into the game yeah. for the Nintendo. Trying to figure this shit out. Crazy as fuck. IP addresses all like get a VPN. Yo, real shit. I'm in I'm in I'm in Alaska. <laughs> I'm in Dubai, bitch. <laughs> what are you talking about? Hey, Trump, I'm in Alaska. Uh, the FBI says that multiple state capital protests, armed protests, mm -hmm. are being planned for the inauguration weekend. Yeah, it's like 17th through the 20th, they mm -hmm. say. It's gonna be wild. I, t I told Lee the other day, we're not done by a long shot. No, nah, that was the first one. We, gonna, we started at the top, and then we're going to trickle down from there. But the thing is, they aren't very organized.
For them. <laughs> yeah, they, like, they aren't very organized. For white people with pickup trucks? Apparently, they were using this other social media app called Parlor. Parlor. To gather all of this. And I was trying to figure out, like, where this was taking place at. Like, like, and that was the answer. Like, majority of the groups and all of that were fucking on Parlor, which... I went, I went to Parlor and... Just to see what it was. Me, you, and Rye had the conversation. Yeah. I meant to tell you this in a group chat. I went to Parlor because I'm like, what the fuck is it? Yeah. I like read it. Like I got on it and I scrolled a little bit. One of them Trump motherfuckers posted a picture and it was like the goat and the goat. It was Donald Trump and Michael Jordan. <laughs> I couldn't understand this shit to save my life. And I was just like, like Where am I? <laughs> I was just like, I, I can see what's going on now. But yeah, they, they did it on Parlor. And my thing is, if me and you had this conversation, I'm going to do this real quick. Do you know what the Patriot Act is? Yeah, I mean, it, in layman's I, terms. I hope our listeners understand in, what the Patriot Act is. The Patriot Act was enacted post 9-11, right. which gave the United States government... The, namely, the Secret Service, the Office of Homeland uh, Security, basically first right of refusal to dig in your ass. rights to jump in your ass for anything. Like if they deem you as a threat to national or international security. Yes, justified or unjustified, mm -hmm. based off of a hunch, they're allowed to fully investigate you and whatever spider webs from you. Mm -hmm. We are allowed to to investigate indiscriminately and arrest and sequester you based on suspicion that you are a threat to homeland security. Mm -hmm. Because when 9-11 happened, there was all of this different intel and information that was available that nobody fucking looked into. Right. So now everybody got to be held accountable for the fuck up. And as a result of that, the what America did to get it passed, we sell the citizens on, you don't want another 9-11, never forget, da-da-da-da-da. Mm -hmm. And basically we turned over our rights to just be fucked over at any given time. Now, me knowing what I know about the Patriot Act, that if I hold off and Google, how do I blow up a building? Yeah, do that four times. Six or seven <laughs> times. They coming to get you. They, they want to know what's on the SD card. Everybody. Yeah. So why is it that these guys were able, and these women, these people, were able to put together a three, four, five, six thousand participant coup on a national monument yes. and nobody interject and no be flags went up, nothing. No nothing. And here's the other thing, right? Knowing what I know about the FBI, I've been watching a lot of these uh, manhunt series and all of that shit on Netflix. And there was one about Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber. Right. And the way they were able to bust him was through something called forensic linguistics mm -hmm. they literally hired a guy who test he was a cop from philly that ended up going to quantico had the highest fucking scores on all of the exams and all of this shit in the history of the fbi and they flew him over to the fbi office in san francisco to work with the field team there and he his job was to decode all of his manifestos, his letters, his press clippings and all of that to see what information was in there, what he was actually saying in the midst of all this information that he put out there. Right. Through that, that's what got them the warrant to search his cabin 
in the fucking woods was the language that he was using because there were linguistic consistencies between work that they found from when he was in college to when he fucking pub got something published in his newspaper to his manifesto. <clears throat> that was the probable cause for the warrant that brung down a guy that bombed over 30-something places yeah. over like a 17-year period. Right. Language. So I say that to say the FBI literally has analysts and decoders to go through language and figure shit out. So how can you gather on a group on a social media app, right. post the Patriot Act, and nobody from the FBI don't flag nothing that you're saying as potentially dangerous to the community? Like when you got enough rednecks from Kentucky and Louisville <laughs> saying, yeah, we're going to fuck them up on Tuesday. <laughs> it's like nobody. That should raise some eyebrows. But it, it goes back to, I, I always say it when it comes to America just in general, when it, especially when it comes to defense. That's the craziest part about us because we make it seem like defense. We got to defend the nation, defend the country. We spend trillions a year on defense. Part of defense. I'm going to just break it down into a sports term. Deion Sanders, Charles Woodson, Rod Woodson, great defenders. You know what made them so good? It's not the fact that they would react Two situations they would anticipate. (laughs) So it's like that's the thing when it comes to like the defense of the country. Everything we do here in America is not nothing's preventative. It's reactionary. Everything's reactionary. And that like even when it goes down to like the TSA, do you remember flying before 9-11? Nigga. That shit used to be fun. I remember when I went when I went to college in Atlanta for my freshman year, I went to Clark Atlanta. I took my whole house. (laughs) Like I had two big ass wooden trunks that like with the locks on them. You pull up Give them to the sky cap. Give them 60 bucks. You could fly anything. Dog. You could fly 50 bricks. Dog. Nobody was paying attention. Dog. No ID. No ID. No nothing. My mom bought an ecto cooler on the plane. <laughs> the high C. When we went to New Orleans, shut these little kids up. Because I was, I was just not buying them sodas on that plane. Like, real talk. Flying was fun. That shit was a fun ass experience. I'm dreading going to the airport Wednesday because I know it's a, it's annoying as shit. You could just show up at the airport and just fly anywhere. Mm-hmm. No ID, no nothing. How much is the ticket? Eight hundred bucks. Here you go. Dog. So it's like <laughs> again, nine eleven happens. Before nine eleven, the shoe bomber gotta take your shoes off. Nothing preventative. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nothing preventative. And and it's crazy because I watched a show called Adam Ruins Everything. And he was talking about security. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah, I love his shit. But it's like you look at like the shoe bomber. Okay, now you got to take your shoes off. You look at the dude who bought the fucking nitrous on the fucking plane. Now you can't bring no liquid through security. You can only buy liquid from another side that we've already checked. You know, um, 9-11. Oh, we can do random screenings to you based off of... Uh, where you're going or where you're coming? Did, 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 did I don't know? That Jules got jammed up when he came home. Really? Yeah, he got global entry. Yeah, yeah. He they had him at the airport for like an hour, going through every fucking thing because he's coming from over there. And he was like, literally got to the point with dude, like, yeah, what you doing here? He like, I, I fucking live here. here. <laughs> I live here. Like, I live here. I work there. And he like, I can't even like, even if I go to them and just be like, yo, dude, gave me a hard time. It's like, oh, he doing his job. So it's just like, yeah, they can randomly just at any time just yank you and just be like, yo, huh? So it's like I look at that and it's like, yo, everything is reactionary. All of this came after 9-11. That came after the shoe bomber. And like Adam Adam said on the jump, the next person that's planning a terror attack or planning to do something, he's not going to use a shoe bomb. Right. He's not going to use a bottle of liquid. Use some whole he's not, <laughs> it's going to be some shit that 
they, they're, they're, that's the thing. I'm on offense. I'm trying to figure out yeah. how to get through this fucking defense. Oh, I see what I got to do. I got to come around. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, they checking shoes over this, <laughs> motherfucker, over this motherfucker. And that's just where it is. And it's like, yo, when, when it comes to like that type of shit, how are y'all not planning for this? If y'all know after the weeks that we've had with this election shit, y'all know that y'all are about to ratify the election finally for the 14th time. Right. You don't think to have extra. There was one nigga with a stick. Y'all <laughs> are, y'all chilling. Y'all trying to come in this job? Like, real shit. Let me, let, me, let me radio my supervisor and see if that's okay. So it, it, it's just like one of them situations, man, where it's just like, yo, we. We have to be realistic with where we are. Yes. In in the in the time absolutely in the, in the in the period that we're in, things are not going to get any better. Not anytime soon. Not with with this. You know, Trump is is fixing to say yeah, or do the, something. The flame crazy. has already been lit for like this the soft underbelly of America to feel like somebody's taking something from them. Trump has convinced everybody he got robbed in the election and da da da. He's the same one that told them don't vote through mail. Go to the polls, blah, blah, blah. He went as far as stealing fucking mailboxes to suppress the fucking mail-in vote, even though we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic and these are unprecedented times. However, you could always mail your ballot in. That's the thing. Yeah. Like You could always fucking do it. But because of the circumstances, more people did it than normal. And now you want to discount the votes. He's saying that they found 11,000 votes in Detroit and just just making up shit Duh. at this point. And it's just like, bro, this is why you're kicked off the Internet. Yeah. And then, and then, like I said, to end it, the whole not coming to the inauguration is just like. It's the sore loser shit. It's like, bro, like Obama came and shook your hand. Yeah. After the jokes at the correspondence dinner and then all the nonsense with you and Hillary. With the birth certificate and uh, all uh, that Ob shit. Obama still pulled up and shook your hand. Yeah. Al Gore and Clinton came and shook Bush hand. Bush brother threw the votes <laughs> in the ocean. <laughs> Clinton's... What's in that bag right there? Yo. I remember Paul Moody was like, they still pulling ballots out the Jesus. <laughs> I was like, they still pulling shit out the water. It's like, thug. Clinton came and shook Bush hand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just one of them things. It's like for you to put that out there like, oh, I ain't going. And it's like, you know the protest, the, all that shit's going to be crazy. I said, I'm like, they just got to do the inauguration on Zoom. Yeah. Like, y'all, like, why? Because it, 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 it's, it's, it's too much. Yeah. It's too much. It's, You're putting way too many people in danger. Way too many people at risk. Because in a situation like that, when you talk about hundreds of thousands of people being somewhere, all it takes is just one asshole to try to ignite something yeah. and then... Now it's 10 little situations going on, and it just creates it's, it's, a whole it's, fucking it's, virus it's, it's mayhem. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, uh, I guess to end it, put a bow on it, uh, Trump is about to be out yeah. completely. Gotta, he, you, got a, you got a week and some days. You got nine days, bucko. He's going to jail, most likely. <laughs> um, sure. Uh, what office is this, T? What do you mean? I don't know. CSI is here. <laughs> oh, is he? Yeah, he said building one what office? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Uh, we're uh, on the second floor. It's suite, I think, 201. Last Out Media is the name of it. Okay. But yeah, the, um, anyway, fucking, where were we at? 209. 209? Yeah, 209. Yeah, so anyway, the, uh, what was I about to say? I forgot. 
Oh yeah, Trump is done. It's over. Yeah, it's sure. a wrap. Finito. <laughs> We're gonna miss you, kid. Um, hopefully you give us some good entertainment. I know something ridiculous is gonna pop off in these next couple weeks. Got to. Got to. Uh you wanna talk about your shenanigans last night oh, on, man. on the internet? So <clears throat> I didn't intend for it to be shenanigans. It was just like a, just a straightforward thought that I had. And um, it actually was inspired by another person's um, tweet. This girl basically said, you know, at this point, we just got to put Lori in the Hall of Fame, referring to Lori Harvey and um, in her relationship with Michael B. Jordan. And from there, I, I, I first retweeted and said for question mark, some, like for what? And then followed up with this woman wants to put. What up, bro? Um, wants to put uh, Lori Harvey in the Hall of Fame for wifing up, <clears throat> wifing up with a uh, a C-list actor that she's going to be broken up with in four months. Are y'all okay? Mm-hmm. And from there, the shit just went left. And um, there were people on both sides of the argument, and people were essentially telling me that because. Lawyer Kev being number one, being first and foremost, he was off the Reposado last night and he was bugging. Uh, he told me, <laughs> how, how can he not be an A-lister if he's on people's sexiest man alive list? Um, to that point, I say those lists are about marketing and media and salaciousness and selling magazines. Your publicist can suck the editor of people's dick and get you on that list. Like, so I don't take as much stock into that when we're talking about an actor as I do your filmography and your box office receipts. Right. What are your metrics? If well, you, that and your accomplishments and your in accomplishments, the acting game. Do you have, if you haven't been in a, a bunch of blockbuster films or have a string of blockbuster films, what is your critically acclaimed film, boutique art house film? that everybody can point to and said, in that, you did some crazy shit. You were the man in that. Right. For somebody like Mahershala Ali, they point to Moonlight, his performance in True Detective, like a bunch of different shit. He ain't, and he not A-list, and he won a motherfucking Academy Award, Academy Award and he's not A-list. So how can Lil Brudnam, that ain't as good, don't got as much range, don't got as much skill, and less acclaim, be better than Mahershala Ali. I feel like it's one of the things we always talk about where it's like, oh, no, but we like him. We oh, like no, him. No, we like her. Like, the, people tried to say Mary J was the same as Mariah. And it's like. And Janet. Yeah, and it's just like, <laughs> no. No, you there's know? levels to this. Like, we love Mary, but no. And I think people get caught up on what they like versus what something is. No, all the time. Like, motherfuckers will literally go on like, uh, I've seen people like, I'm ready to die on a hill that Kingdom Come was a great album. And it'd be like, well, you're just going to die. Yeah, the and consensus like, is, no. It, it, it just, and, and, and people do that a lot. It'd be like, oh, I like something. So, you know, I had somebody one day, like, on some wrestling argument <laughs> shit, tell me how Bret Hart was, was a bigger thing than Stone Cold. And I'm like, nigga, no. Oh. I'm like, Bret Hart is a better fa- fundamental wrestler. Technical he wrestler, comes from yeah. the Hart Foundation. Yeah. And fucking Stu Hart. Yeah, he's a fucking great wrestler. Ring tactician, all of that shit. Owen, all of them. Uh, Brutus the Barber, Jim the Anvil, all, they're 
their whole family yeah. is wrestlers. The women are wrestlers. They're they they. But when you talk about a pill, and it, that's kind of what it goes down to when it like I look at this situation. The biggest appeal draw people in wrestling history can't really wrestle. Exactly. Hulk Hogan had two moves. <laughs> he had a leg drop and, and a body, body slam. It would do this shit. Like, and they would freak the fuck out. Yeah. But when you look at like Macho Man, he was a way better wrestler than Hulk Hogan. Ric Flair, Rick's, way better. Ricky Steamboat was better than all them yeah. niggas. But he just had no commercial viability like the rest of them. Yeah. So like Stone Cold and The Rock. Stone Cold had this thing where he he said on, on his podcast, if you go, you can go and like look at it on YouTube. Anybody's listening, pause the shit, go look at it. The Rock would basically bet him that he could sell the stunner better than the last time he sold it <laughs> every time he did it. So when you see Stone Cold stun Mankind or Triple H or Bret Hart, the stunners like they hit him and they just fall over. Yeah. The Rock would bounce into the air. <laughs> he said the Rock would literally tell him, "Bet I sell this one better than the last." Like, to the point where he was like, he would stun him, and the, he was like, he stunned him one time, and the Rock bounced over the ropes <laughs> out of the ring, like just ridiculous. And it's like, yeah, like, and that's really what it is for Michael B. Jordan. I feel like he's an A-list celebrity. Right, and but that's he, what I said. But he's not an and A-list Kev actor told by me far. That I was on fentanyl because I want to separate his celebrity from his acting no. ability, and I'm like, and and I and I we sat, are in the age of celebrity. I sat there last night, and I'm like, by what the definition of an A-list actor is? Yeah. There's really only like 15 of them at a time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like. Denzel is an A-list actor where you don't even got to know what the movie is or we what it's about. Go see it. It's literally like, oh, you know, Denzel got New John coming out. There's nobody that's saying, oh, you know, Michael B. Jordan got the New John coming out. <laughs> I asked my girl last and, night. And, and, and that's just the reality. Like, Leonardo, you know, Leo got a new movie coming I'm out. I'm seeing anything Leo is in. Right. Period. Indiscriminately. I'm there are some people that are like that. Um, Robert Downey Jr. has become another one of them. Um, I'm trying to think who else would be up there. Hugh Jackman is probably up there. Yeah. Of course, you know, the Pacinos and the De Niro's, well, their time is done because they're yeah, not even the active. But, like, Will Smith. If you know Will Smith got a new movie, it's, oh, I'm going to see Will the new Will Smith Jones. Will Smith was the first A-lister to do the Netflix shit. You see what the I'm saying? Movie and that opened the door. That was, I remember when else. they did it, it was like, oh, an A-lister's doing a Netflix movie. So it's just like, yeah, no. Nah, it, so it's like, so. Jamie Foxx is another one. Jamie Foxx is another, like. So the thing with the A-list shit is like it's a couple different criterias and ways you can view it. So it's like on a straight line, just criteria. For To be an A-lister, you have to have roles that are created specifically with you in mind. If you ain't doing it, we ain't doing it. Right. The movie is for you. We wrote it around you. The character fits you. Da, 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 da. This is your movie. You are at the absolute top of the pay scale. When I think about pay scale in movies... Tom Cruise is another one that's an A-lister. Yeah, yeah. He's getting paid like $246 million for the Mission Impossible Dog, movie. What's crazy and shit is like that because of the way his deals are. Tom Cruise, is Tom Cruise, Vin Diesel, and somebody else, they don't even get normal pay no more. They get back-end splits. Yeah. And Ludacris was saying it because he was showing the trailers. He's like, you see my trailer over here? It's nice, right? It's those. He's like, look at this. Big ass. <laughs> it was it was Vin Diesel. It yeah. was like a three story trailer or whatever, and that was like part of his deal that he wanted that specific trailer or whatever. And they said that while everybody else on the set for the Fast and the Furious now, of course, because Paul Walker has passed away, um, they were showing how the Rock got paid. I think it was like 
15 million at the time. Tyrese yeah. got 5 million. Ludacris got 5 million. They said Vin Diesel doesn't get paid on the front. Like, he doesn't get a, are yeah. oh, we paying you what for this? What did the box office receive? He gets a, so they said off of Fast 7, he made $86 million. Like, just from that movie. And they, yeah. they were showing how he was in the top paid actors for the year. Yeah. And he did one film. And everybody <laughs> else did 18 <laughs> movies. So, so it's like, yeah. Continuing with the criteria, you are given options to select your directors, co-stars, etc. If Vin Diesel say, you ain't in this movie, guess the fuck what? You ain't in this movie. You better turn that you car better, off. <laughs> you better turn the car off or turn the fuck around. You are not in this movie. <clears throat> And you think you flying a car over the state, uh, the <laughs> Empire please. State Building, nigga? <laughs> nigga, please. <laughs> nigga, please. <laughs> and finally, you must prove to be consistently bankable at the box office as a lead man or a lead woman. The standard that I think in terms of like who's an A-lister in Hollywood is early Eddie Murphy. Mm -hmm. Eddie Murphy auditioned one time for anything. 48 hours. All of that shit that was written, 48 Hours, uh, Beverly, Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop, Golden Child, uh, Trading Places, oh. all of that shit was written for Eddie Murphy. If you don't take it, we ain't doing it. Right. And he has arguably the best initial 8-9 film run in history. He dominated the 80s. <laughs> Of Hollywood. He had a box office hit every year. He had a fucking office on Paramount's lot in the 80s. Right. To the point where he just start writing his own movies. Fucking coming to America. Boomerang is one of the best <clears throat> movies ever, let alone in black cinema, one of the best movies ever as far as storyline, plot, telling it from both sides, a man's perspective, a woman's perspective. So when you think about A-listers, I'm like, yo, Michael B. Jordan don't even have a boomerang in his catalog let alone some of these other movies to where they, they classics to where people constantly go back to them. Right. The Marvel shit aside, Marvel is Marvel. Yeah, I was literally having this conversation because, you know, it spilled over into things yesterday. I was telling someone, I'm like, you, the Marvel movies are just like, you know, Samuel Jackson now was considered the highest grossing actor right. of all time. I'm like he's in all the Marvels. He's in all the Marvel. So movies. it's like you can't even like necessarily grade that against right. everything else. I mean, granted, it's it's part of it. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. It has to... The Marvel Cinematic Universe is its own community unto itself. You can't compare that to Dog Day Afternoon. <laughs> you, know, like, you just sound crazy. <laughs> like it's, it's it's just not the thing. So then so then the argument was okay. Well, what about Creed? Creed was a flop. I'm like Creed wasn't a flop. Creed did well. It was a $50 million budget, brought back 176 But guess what? Million Dollar Baby was a $30 million, $25 million budget, brought back 211 Guess what else? Southpaw, $30 million budget, brought back 95 Guess what else? That dumbass boxing movie with Mark Wahlberg, $29 million budget, brought back 122 That boxer underdog story shit is its own genre shit, if you want to be technical, the, the wrestler with Mickey Rourke. They all... That shit was... Dog, that nigga almost won work. a fucking Oscar for the wrestler. That yeah. genre of film just works. We know our shit, <laughs> Fucking Rudy. It's just like... It's like executives spinning around in the room like, damn, what we got on the fourth quarter slate? Uh... Let's do Creed 2. The reason why it took so long to do Creed 2 is because Coogler wasn't no longer attached to it. Who, that's a whole nother argument that I'm going to get into later on down the line. Coogler wasn't attached to it no more. And they were just like, it's not a priority. Like, we're not worried about a movie that we put up 60 and we make 200. Like, 
it's not a, it's a flip but it's like who gives a fuck for real for real when you're talking about Hollywood when there are people that are doing art house movies that cost 10 million and then they fucking make 300 million and shit like that so yeah. it's like why this it's like it's a double it's a it's an on base hit right it get it, it's it goes in the stat books but we yeah. don't bank on that shit we're not putting no strong push behind that I look at it like I think he got paid two million for Black Panther. Yeah, he got three or four for Creed two. Yeah, so it's just like that right there alone. It's like, in 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 a list, and it's fucked up. But it's like even when you when you went and looked at it, like Chadwick Boseman was on his way to being an a list. Correct. You know what I'm saying? And I and again, like we love Chadwick and we like him a lot, and he was a great actor and everything. But it's like to be an a list actor is like one of the toughest things on earth it's to hard do. As fuck. It's hard as Fuck. Like I don't know if y'all ever really gotten to watch an entourage. But Vince would I always just say started rewatching entourage. Vince would always say that shit. Once you start <clears> doing <throat> movies, you don't I mean start doing television, you you don't come back to movies. Right. He's like, You didn't see Leo in the fucking reunion for growing pains. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's the truth. Cause they wanted him to do the Frank Darabot TV show or whatever, yeah. whatever. And it's like, Yeah, when when you talk about A list, like Think about the boy who just crushed Aquaman. He's not an A-list actor. Fuck no. You know, like, and all the women want to fuck him. Like, and he, he's married. Well, he ain't so married to Lisa Bonet. I think. I don't yeah, know. it's like all the something Momoa, Samoa, yeah, uh, Jason Momoa, some or, shit like that. But yeah. it's like literally that right there. Not, some shit like that. Like, like that not, right there. So it's like you. he was in Aquaman. He was like, in Justice League. The movies killed at the box office. Motherfuckers was arguing this yesterday on Twitter, calling him MJB, and I'm like, the fact that y'all calling him MJB says a lot because that's Mary, Mary J. J. Black. I'm like, this nigga's initials are MBJ. (laughs) (laughs) So here was a short list that uh, between like I looked at uh, IMDb list. You sent. I looked at a couple different lists on IMDb. I looked at uh, a couple different metrics and shit like that. The Omer list and all of that shit. These are the primary A-list actors from the last like 20 years. At the top of the list, Denzel, Will. George Clooney, Leo, Matt Damon, Brad Pitt, Christian Bell, Jamie Foxx, Tom Cruise, we just talked about Chadwick, uh, Bradley Cooper, Mark Wahlberg, Kevin Hart. Whether y'all like it or not, every time Kev show up, 100 million opening weekend. He's a fucking A-lister. The Rock, Robert Downey Jr., Johnny Depp, Tom Hanks, Reese Witherspoon, and Holly Berry. I would have to assume Julia Roberts would be up there. And possibly Nicole Kidman. I would have to assume Julia Roberts would be up there. But yeah, that kind of makes total sense when you look at this list because it's like, uh, who's somebody? Like, um, who's a really good actor? I'm trying to think. Like a really good actor? Like, like Paul Giamatta. Exactly. Or Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis. Or exactly. a Bad Santa. Um Billy Bob. Billy Bob Thornton. You're not like these dudes are great, phenomenal actors, but they're not A-listers. Yeah. Like even like uh the guy that played the dad on the Undoing, uh Sutherland. Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland. Oh, Donald Sutherland. Keith's father. Yeah. Immaculate actor. It's crazy cuz clinic. I was reading a thing yesterday was saying how being a B-list actor doesn't necessarily mean you're not great. B-list actors can be great, but they're more face recognizable than they are name. And when I read that, I'm like, damn, that's exactly what a Paul Giamatta is. You know exactly who exactly. he is, but you just probably don't know he's don't Paul know Giamatta. Daniel Day-Lewis, you've seen him in a gazillion fucking things. Right. You just didn't realize that's him. So it's like, yeah, while 
Michael B. Jordan, to me, like I said, he's become an A-list celeb. Yes. And that's the yeah. f- Flavor Flav he, he, he was can, borderline an A-list he celeb. He can fuck whoever he wants. Like, it's like, <laughs> like he can, he's driving a nice car. He's making multi-millions every time he do a film. He can fuck whoever he wants. That's a great life. That does not make an A-lister. <laughs> it, it is what it is. Like, I think t- t- tell her, you, you had something to say, Teller? I was going to say Anthony Hopkins, too. That's another one. It's like, yeah, it makes total sense. So there was this list. The New York Times came out with a list. The 25 greatest actors of the 21st century. Somehow, some way, Michael B. Jordan landed at number 15 on this list, which is a nice, safe, right in the middle we ain't going, the average person that's not super critical ain't going to curse you the fuck out for that placement, whatever, whatever. But do you want to know who was wrapped around his 15th placement? Uh, Mahershala Ali at number 23. You ain't Mahershala, dog. Uh, yeah, Alfred, I don't understand that. Alfre Woodard, one of the greatest black actresses of all time, number 17. You can't fuck with Alfre, dog. Uh, Willem Dafoe, one of my favorite actors of all time, number 18. You can't yeah. fuck with Willem Dafoe on no day or no role. Uh, Viola Davis was number nine. You're not even in the same class as Viola Davis. Joaquin Phoenix at number 12. You ain't in the same class as Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, Keanu Reeves at number four. You're probably better than Keanu, but you ain't John Wick, motherfucker. So who did this list? Uh, the New York Times. Oh, wow. Um, Daniel Day-Lewis at number three, Nicole Kidman at number five, and Denzel at number one. So on a list with Willem Dafoe, Alfre Woodard, Mahershala Ali, Joaquin Phoenix, one of these things doesn't belong here. And it's the digger from Creed. Like, you don't have no role where you push your boundaries and limits as an actor to the point where we forgot you were Michael B. Jordan. He was very good in Fruitville Station. I'll give him that. Right. He was very good in that. But I don't think that was like, I'm not putting that with like John Q. You ain't putting it with Gangs of New York, neither. The fucking performance. Oh, no, I was just talking about like, yeah, no, Danny Day-Lewis and Gangs of New York was great. I'm saying, I'm (laughs) talking about those type of movies, though, where like the... The sad nigga gotta die. You know what I'm saying? Type John. You know what I mean? Like, so now, like, so, it, like it's not as good as like the pursuit of happiness. You know what I mean? So now let's go to the Ryan Coogler point. All of his biggest and best roles were attached to one director and one director only, Ryan Coogler. So with he Ryan, did Creed one. He did Creed yeah. one. He did Fruitvale Station, and he did Black Panther. Oh, yeah, he did do Fruitvale Station. Yeah. So all of his upward trajectory is is tied to the fact that he's with an with an A list or an on the on the way to an A list director, and right. as a result of that, because you're his guy, you get favorable placement. That's like a system quarterback that you're fucking tear or a system. Uh, Point guard, you terrible in in every other system, Jeremy Lin. But then you go play for Mike D'Antoni, and you average fucking twenty seven. We game. we just talked about this yesterday with Eric Crouch uh, coming out of Nebraska. Remember when they were like running that option? Exactly. And he, he literally unstoppable. Didn't motherfucker? He rushed for like eighteen <laughs> touchdowns that year. It was insane. He won, to, a, he won a Heisman. He won a Heisman. Then you get to the league, and it's like the fuck. 
Oh, y'all want me to do it, do it again? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, y'all want me to play regular quarterback? Dog. He got drafted by the Rams and didn't play a game for the Rams. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Crazy. So it's like, you know, again, we like Michael B. We recognize his talent. He is talented, but he ain't a, an elite talent I've said with it, the likes of them names that I just mentioned. I've said it on this podcast, and I, you can go back and listen. I forgot what episode it was on, but we I talked about when I – oh, it was the week Chadwick Bozeman died, so whatever episode that was, because they – the TNT or TBS, one of them, was playing played Black Panther, Black Panther uncommercial. Yeah. So I watched it again from the. Remember, I, I told you I really yeah. wasn't super into it when I saw it the first time, but I watched it again and I was like, my one big takeaway was Michael B. Jordan stinks. Yeah. I, I, I said he was, that. He was Keek the Sneak. I, I, as I, I, and it was so funny to see people yesterday like, oh, him and Black Panther did it. And I'm just like, he was the one. Like, Angela Bassett was awesome. Excellent. Uh, Shory. Was, uh, Lazy Eye. Um, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker was awesome. The girl that played the, Shory. The, the big boy. Um, M'Baku. M'Baku. He was awesome. I'm like, Michael B. Jordan was like, what's up with y'all, man? Y'all, <laughs> y'all, y'all kings and queens around here, huh? So, like, y'all just kinging and queening. I'm back home and starving. That, and, that, and that's not a diss. I just thought that when, you, when I saw him up against Chadwick Boseman, it was just no. With Angela Angela Bassett, no, it, it was just like he, he like it really just all boiled down to he a cool nigga. Women want to fuck him, and that's just that's, that's just, just what it that's, is. That's just what it is. That's like it, you I, don't have the like, people be thinking it's like a diss, and it's like no, there are legendary great B list <laughs> actors. But we not. I personally, this is me, and I, I didn't even want to get involved in the conversation yet because I'm like, somebody's gonna say something, <laughs> and just where I'm at right now, emotionally, I'm gonna drive to somebody else. <laughs> so I'm just like, I left it alone. But just for me, I'm not going to lie and say the whole shit the other day. You know, I got drunk into that fake sneak conversation. Did you? Somebody, the nigga at me, Matt, yo, Matt, you know sneaks. What's up? And I'm just like, <laughs> I can't remove yourself from listening. <laughs> I can't. Untag. Untag. I can't do this. Because it's like, I'm not going to come in this motherfucker and lie. Yeah. You know what I'm you saying? You know sneaks, Matt. You know, I'm not going to let. I do. And, 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 and that's just where it is in, in, in just everything. Yeah. When I see Michael B. Jordan, he was my man. That it was Wallace. Yeah. This shit is me, yo. Like, that's my man. Creed was good. Fruitville Station was really good. Yeah. But him and Black Panther wasn't, it wasn't like that. You can't that hang your hat. That wasn't a breakthrough role. You can't hang your hat on that performance. Y'all can hang your hat on the fact that the movie was so successful and made $2 billion. But him and that, you, you just can't hang your hat yeah. on that. It's just impossible. So when I look at Michael B. Jordan and his acting chops and the shit I've seen him in, He's been good in things I've seen him in. I've yeah. never seen him be standout great. Now, I'm not saying that this also can't come because Jamie Foxx was in bait and held up. For sure. And then turned that shit around and became the best motherfucker out there. So Jamie Foxx in one year did Collateral and Ray. People don't even dig that. Jamie Foxx almost won both the Oscars exactly. that year. <laughs> he was nominated for the Academy Award for Best Actor and, and for Best Supporting and Collateral. He almost did yeah. that shit. So it's like, yeah, you can definitely... Do it. Don't ever, you know, don't yeah. ever like this podcast can blow in the next year and we can be it somewhere can blow else. In the next week. Next week. It's just <laughs> what it is. So no, I'm not saying that he trash or he whack or no. no. I all, when I saw the argument, all I was saying to myself was, I know for a fact he's not an A-list actor. Right. In our community, especially in the black culture and the urban culture, with the experience 
explosion of social media, all these nigga, boss, nigga gossip sites, all of these uh, reality shows and all like all of like just everything. You can be a bigger celebrity than you are talent. Absolutely. It happens with comedians. It happens with uh singers it happens with everything it's just a reality your celebrity can be bigger than your actual talent and that's not a knock or a diss sometimes it just is Shit, what it's it the is same thing like with artists like you have artists whose records are bigger than they are and shine brighter than their star does and those are usually the ones that burn out and don't have a long career because the song gets so big and you don't really know who the artist is <laughs> lumidee <laughs> Fucking the, the throat baby nigga. I don't I know throat baby. I have no idea who this nigga is. He could pull a gun on me. Oh, it's a guy? Yeah, it's a guy that sing that song. Throat baby. I never heard it. Yeah. Believe but it or not. He, if he pulled I a, see people talking about if it. If he the pulled time. a gun on me, I wouldn't know who he was. I would just assume he's some random thug. <laughs> Somebody one day on Twitter was like, um, I love Kawhi Leonard's personality. And it was like, what personality? <laughs> he was like, like just his demeanor is just so cool. I'm like, and the, and, the, and the motherfucker, was, they was like, had a threat. He was like, bro, that's not personality. <laughs> you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And he was like, um, I think I'm a good character, a good judge of character or some shit like that. He was like, man, Kawhi Leonard is the most unidentifiable, un- unidentifiable black athlete on the planet. He was like, do you realize that this man has a finals MVP and he could go rob a group of people and they would tell the cops it was a black guy with braids? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, real <laughs> shit. Like, if you're not a Stone Cold basketball fan, I have no idea you were like, I know for a fact my sister might not know that. Yeah, like, real so shit. Superstar talent. Some st- some tall nigga with braids. <laughs> superstar talent. Grab my whole face. <laughs> yo, did you see the picture of him holding two water bottles yesterday? That, to me, I can do that. <laughs> so that, to me, wasn't, like, shocking. And the bottle, it, it was, like. strange. Like it, like these are two bottles. Uh, so it's like to me, I can do so that that to me wasn't like shocking, but they looked like two regular bottles, and I was I didn't understand why they were freaking out about it. So I, just, I think it's probably because the fact he was holding like one with like the small it, finger. I can palm a basketball <laughs> with two fingers though. So it's like yeah, I get it. Like, but I, to me, it was just like I, I just thought that was like normal or whatever. But no, it's like that's the truth. Kawhi yeah. Leonard could dead as rob people, and they'd be like, yo. Tall nigga, he had on New Balance everything. Looked athletic. <laughs> <laughs> he seemed pretty athletic. He had on three shiny ass rings, <laughs> two shiny ass rings. I don't know what the fuck who I don't know who he was though. So yeah, no. Nah, so to put a bow on this, not saying that Michael B. Jordan isn't talented, not saying that he doesn't have potential to reach the A list, but he just got more work to do. And it's like for whatever reason, like with black folk, when we like somebody. They be they instantly become like above reproach. Like right. you know, we criticize Jay Z all the time because he be doing nut shit sometimes, and people just be like, "Yo, y'all hating." And it's like, no, we just aren't sheep like y'all, and we don't participate in groupthink and just go with the fucking flow for the sake of doing so. Some things you can like analyze and be like a little bit critical of. Right, he got more work to do. Right, he's talented for where he is now. We probably what 30, 31 some He's like super. He's, he's definitely talented. That's he, not. That's not but, up for question. But, but you got to understand some a a list actors. It's rarefied air, man. I'm. I'm. This is just the best way I can put it. A list actors either have a best actor Oscar. Or there's a big question on when they're gonna get their best actor exactly. Oscar. Like Leo, that like going into the joint when he won for the rep for the Revenant was like, is this the year Leo's gonna do it? Because right. I've been here 
all these years. When Denzel won for training day, oh, is this the year Denzel's going to do it? Because I've been here all these years. Yeah. When Will didn't get it for Pursuit of Happiness, it's like, damn, when is Will going to get one? Because he's been here right. all them years. When De Niro finally got it for Taxi, I mean, for uh, he got it for Raging Bull, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. He been here. Right. When fucking Pacino got it for, uh, amazingly, Dog Day Afternoon. Yeah. He, I, I did The Godfather. I did Scarface. Right. I've been here. Yeah. B. Jordan ain't been there. Yeah. Like, there, there's, there's, I, like he's never been you nominated for. Get in the mix and stay in the mix. And that's not, oh. again, that's not hating. Because Chadwick Boseman was on his way to being, when's Chadwick Boseman going to get one? Right. And that just, it just come with time. It's yeah. just one of them things. Like, y- yes, every now and then somebody just shows up, i.e. a, uh, like Mahershala just kind of showed Mahershala up. just kind of showed up. I was going to say Jonah Hill, like just sprung into action. And it's like, oh, shit, he's nominated for Best Supporting Actor. But then you see him with Leo and it was like, oh, no, he kind of yeah. he kind of flexed <laughs> yeah, on Leo. Yeah, and exactly. his jump. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, no, it just comes. It comes with time. And I think, again, like I said, with the race thing, we do it a lot because now we're at a point where we we overly hype and support somebody because of the the being black and then will shy away from others because that they're not and it's like you got to be realistic yo it's like bow wow's good on csi bow wow ain't winning no emmys (laughs) no time soon you know what i'm saying like it's just ridiculous at how we act with that shit so that's all. When I saw it, I just I I didn't get involved. Just to myself, was like, it's clear y'all don't know what an A list actor is, and. I, I, to me, he's he's not a, a he's A-list not actor. there yet. But I do think that his celebrity is is on A list status. I, I honestly think if he was in, he, if he walked in a club anywhere outside of L.A., he would have to pay for his own bottles. Nah, you just hating now. I'm not. No, I'm t- like I, like if they didn't make a whole thing about it, a big stink about it. Like if he just walked up and was like, "Yeah, I'm trying to get a table." Da da da. Nobody's like, "Oh shit!" Michael I be- think in certain situations he would. Yeah, L.A. <laughs> Where's he from? He's from Newark. In Newark, they show him love. Maybe. I don't know. He came to Vanity Grand on a night. I forget what artist was there. Nobody paid Michael any fucking mind. Well, this was probably before. No, it wasn't. <laughs> oh. This was like right after Black Panther. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, wow. I'm speaking from firsthand experience. Mm. It wasn't a big deal. Well, who was there? It wasn't nobody that was should have been bigger than the nigga if, that was if, just in Black if, Panther. If, if if Prince was in there, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But Prince, <laughs> I'm just saying it might have been Davies and Young and Mayus and shit like that. <laughs> and Mike was not being paid nearly enough attention. You know, uh, since we've been in here, Doug Peterson got fired. Deservedly so. Did you know that? Yeah, I'm yep. pretty sure you knew. Yeah, fucked up, man. Eagle shit is over. I mean, are they going to fire Howie? Is the real question. Nope. No, I don't that, think that owner's just gonna stick by Howie. Yeah, I don't think Howie's going nowhere. I think he's good for. I think he's. I'm here for the long rap boss. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I remember when Howie uh, staged that coup against who was a uh, Banner against <laughs> yeah. the last gym. That shit was nasty. Howie was supposed to be working under Banner. He uh, he moved his office to the other side of the Novacare. It started forming his own. Nigga, team. nigga did a dip set. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Moving my office. Yo, Howie is nuts, man. Oh, you want to talk about the situation with the girl? She finally got arrested with the oh, ridiculous yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, interview. A minutes, yeah. yeah. What's her name? I have no idea what the fuck her name is. You know, white girl, um, with the daddy hat. Let's do yeah, that. White girl, daddy hat. Um, she's twenty two. Yeah. 
I thought she was like 40. Uh, she's a maniac. She's in, a the, in the video, society. she looked like an older, not older woman, but she, she definitely. mask on her demeanor. Was yeah, very, like, like I, I wouldn't have thought 22. She, she went full Karen. Yeah. She went full Karen, man. Like the video, the, 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 the aside from her pointing and like trying to reach around the hotel security, her trying to tackle young bull was just like, all right, sis. Because I never saw that part. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> when I seen the video, I'm like, all right, yeah, sis was wild. <laughs> like, yeah. You bugging. You I tried to give her the mulligan because I've been in places and seen niggas be like, yo, I can't find my phone. Ain't nobody leaving. You know, niggas will say that. Yeah. Yo, where the, ain't nobody leaving until I find that joint. She she just went like, everybody can leave except for this little <laughs> nigga. <laughs> and that's where it was like, all right, sis, you tripping. And the dad, he held it together as good as he yeah. You know, he's like a musician. Yeah. He held it together because, you know, that's some shit where you just slap a hoe. You know, it just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to put the paws on people. Yeah. You diving at my son, you got to get the shit slapped. Yo, she was acting like a wild dog. No. <laughs> like a rabid hyena. <laughs> she was tripping. And then her interview with Gail King was just so disturbing because Gail, as a black woman, as a mother figure, is sitting there trying to like. I don't fuck with Gail King. Trying but... to lead her down the path. I don't fuck with Gail King either, but yeah. in that interview, she's trying to lead her down the path of non-destruction, and the girl's just like, fuck that. <laughs> like, <laughs> knocking these trees down, I'm setting shit on fire. Like, the, the lawyer told her, don't wear the daddy hat. She's like, what? what's wrong with the hat? Like, I can wear the hat. <laughs> the daddy hat was strange. <laughs> and she was just basically, like, just so dismissive to the notion that she acted in a racist or uh, uh, discriminatory manner. She just couldn't she would just just couldn't get it. Like white folks, at times, and at times I mean by ninety nine percent of the time, all the time, they they really don't be under. They don't like. Do, do, do you speak another language? Un poquito. <laughs> okay. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> cool. She was not ready for that. No, I wasn't ready. Yeah, I wasn't ready for that at all. So I was having a, it's a, it's a Spanish nigga I work with, right? And I was I was telling him one day I was like I'm gonna come to his wedding and I'm gonna get all the all the, the Spanish hoes who's gonna yeah. be there. And he was like, all my family members are real deal Puerto Rican from Puerto Rico and they they speak Spanish. You don't speak. I'm like I do speak Spanish. And he was like. You do not know Spanish, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm Spanish. like, I'm telling you, I know Spanish. So he he started. I'm like, ¿Cómo estás? And he was like, man, shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> so he was like, he was like, yo, they speak real Spanish. Like you can't. I'm like, dog, no. Like I'm not ultra excited. Like I know Spanish. He was like, say something in Spanish, man. I'm like, las papas fritas. You know what that is? That's French fries. <laughs> Las papas fritas con queso, nigga. That's what G's on. <laughs> like, dog, I know that shit. So he was like, man, shut the fuck up. Bro, we was going back and forth. And it's like that. It's like if you don't know a language, you just you don't know it. So it's like it means nothing to you. You know the little bit you know. Yeah, that's all. I, but that's all I know. You know un poquito? I know las papas fritas, nigga. That, that, that's it. But I've never concerned myself with learning Spanish. Yeah. So it's kind of like that with white folks. Like, they know, you know, Jay-Z and twerk, but they don't necessarily yeah. know. Molly Cyrus straight up said, I never even heard a Jay-Z song. Yo. <laughs> she had the number one song in the universe for six months. 
And the Jay Z song was on. She said, "I've actually never heard a Jay Z song in my life." Crazy, <laughs> like they really don't be knowing. So in her, in her young, California, is she from California, California New York? Yeah. Her young Californian white mind, she like, I didn't act racist. I was trying to get my fucking phone, <laughs> and it's just like. Yeah, but you picked out the one... The only black child here. And the craziest part about the whole situation that everybody like kind of wafted over was the hotel employees straight went up to the dad and the son like, can we see the phone? Yeah. The dad like, fuck no, what the fuck are you talking about? And come to find out, she wasn't even staying at the hotel. <laughs> she was just in there. She was just in there. <laughs> like, we staying, she's not, and we got to prove that we don't got her shit. You see what I'm saying? That's how crazy. Yo, I was saying the other day, you're mixed. Mm-hmm. Fully? Um, I'm like probably like 60-something percent black. I was saying the other day, like, at times I almost be like, I know it's going to sound wild, but I'm going to explain. So don't <laughs> cut this part out and then not hear the Need rest the of it. explanation. Right. <laughs> the explanation is going to put it in context. Do you remember the Good Times episode when JJ became white for the job interview? No. He had, an he had a he had a Jonah Good Times where he was saying how he didn't know if he was going to get this job promotion. It was a job promotion because he wasn't white and they wanted somebody white. So he woke up the next morning. It was a white guy as JJ as JJ, and he was like a, a ghost watching the white guy maneuver through his life or whatever. Yeah. And I was saying the other day, like I almost be wanting to be white just for like a week, just yeah. to see what what nonsense I can get into. Dog, I'm watching House Hunters the other night. This is the shit that set me off. I'm watching House Hunters. White couple, white guy, white woman. They're looking for a house in Kepasaw, New Jersey, some fucking where. They got approved for $600,000. $600,000 for a house. It was like... He is a server at a restaurant. She recently graduated culinary school. <laughs> Who the fuck is their lender? <laughs> like, what? They must be a uh, Trump lender. <laughs> I was like, what bank is financing this shit? She don't got a job, and this nigga's working off tips. Yeah. <laughs> they got a $600,000 budget. They must have went to the same uh, lender as, uh, what's, what's uh, Trump uh, son-in-law name? Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> Kushner. Kushner, yeah. They must have like, went to the same bank as Kushner. 600000 That's wild. It's it, she, white is great. It's <laughs> it, she has recently graduated culinary school. I'm like, so she not, she, she's off poor. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ. Like, yo, Ugh. being white seems nuts. You can do anything. You can run up in federal buildings. You could just tell cops to get the fuck out of here. You can sell hats with horns on them. I remember we got pulled over one time. My white boy Mikey Brown was driving. Brad in the passenger. I'm in the back. He had his pop escalating shit. We get pulled over. The cop came around. The the, uh, the, the, the first cop came up on the side. The other cop came on the side. He saw me and stopped. was like, you got your license, pal? And I'm like, yeah, no problem. I'm in the back seat. <laughs> this is nuts. <laughs> but I'm just like. Make sure you ain't holding these two nice white people hostage. I, I, I'm just like, whatever. It ain't no big deal. So I start reaching. I'm like, it's in my, my pocket. I'm going to get my license for you. Mike Brown turns around and was like, what the fuck are you asking for his fucking license? Dude, I'm up here. I'm the fucking driver. Come around this side. Fuck, leave him fucking alone. I'm like, yo. <laughs> Calm the fuck down. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> He's taking up for you like, yo, slow it the fuck down. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Get all of a shot. Ain't that big of a deal, doc? <laughs> and I gave my license or whatever, whatever. And it's crazy. He didn't ask Brad for his license, who was in the passenger. <laughs> of course not. He's trying to make sure you ain't got no warrants and you're not holding these two nice white people hostage. Dog. I could have straight been like, hell! Like, shut up! 
You all right? <laughs> to them, real shit. Asked for my license. I was sitting in the back. And Mike went off about it. And I'm just like, yo, cool out. Like, it ain't that serious, dog. Like, stop. But it's like, that's why he no, he don't have no fear in that situation. Yeah. Hey, I will curse this cop the fuck out. I'll pay your salary. Fuck it. Yeah, I'll pay, <laughs> pay your salary. buddy. Hey, they tell cops that shit. <laughs> that's their go-to. Oh. That's the big joker. I'll pay your salary, asshole. And I guess just to, to, to bring the show full circle, man, when it's like that whole state capital shit, the shit that, like... Fucked me up the most about it was I've never seen cops back down. I've never seen it. Yeah. Like I've never seen cops just like, I don't know what to do in this situation. Because yeah. every situation that involves a black man selling cigarettes or selling CDs shoot or choke, getting pulled over shoot or running away or it, sh- shoot them. I've never seen cops in a situation where a mob of people are coming at them and they just like. Uh. <laughs> That nigga, nigga, that nigga tying his shoes, kill him. Niggas went full wrecking crew, <laughs> just running. What Pac say? I feel like we in a goddamn tragedy. <laughs> like dog, them cops straight ran away. I've never seen that. Yeah, and to put a bow on this, I'll say that being mixed is not the same shit as being white because. Um, I'll tell y'all the story probably next show about the time that my homie had me act as his bookie to scare his father into mm. cleaning out his... You told him. <laughs> into, into cleaning Duh. out his fucking... Uh, Cleaning out his fucking trust fund, and uh, it, it, if I was white, it wouldn't have worked quite as the same. No. <laughs> so the little bit of melanin I do got, yeah, got him thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> like that, that shit is just. It, we started out like that, like that racism, that prejudice, that it's it's literally going nowhere, going nowhere. You would think we would be past it. You would think it'd be like like some old shit. For what? Why, why, like, honestly, what would make you think that? There was something that uh, came out that was like, uh, so, some, somebody said something to the effect, like, this isn't America and blah, blah. And I'm like, yes, it is. Like, yeah. this is the fabric of our country. Like, we fucking are, were born and bred off raping and pillaging and taking shit from people that didn't belong to us mm-hmm. and killing motherfuckers when they don't uh, capitulate to our negotiations. All of that. <laughs> what are you talking about? Problem with it, it was like, uh, the, the white lady going to ask me on the panel talking about, uh, how do we end racism? Oh, yes, he was like, y'all really want to end this? <laughs> He's like, because we're going to kill all you. <laughs> Dog, it is, it's the truth. It's like, it, it, it doesn't go anywhere. Like, like you got to understand something. Even if you're not racist or you're not prejudiced or you're not, you, you fruit from a tree. Yeah. You 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 live on a land and things are a certain way. The railroads were constructed. You know, you know I was reading a thing the other day. It said that... uh. Was it Rockefeller that owned all the railroads? Yeah. Rockefeller, no, at one point, he owned 85% of every railroad, of, of the railroads in America. Like, this motherfucker had it all. Right. And they said if you, for inflation, if you was to make his money, how rich he was back then in today's money, it would be upwards of about $400 billion. Like, that's how much money that's he had back in the day. Dog, they said that he single-handedly, like, uh, kept the country afloat with a loan. It was Dang. you gotta because it, it, it was it was wild. It was um, they did the five richest families okay. in uh, America. It was the Rockefellers, the Waltons, the what's the real rich ones from overseas? Uh, Rothschilds, the Rothschilds. Those, those they're the ones that started the uh, Federal Reserve Bank. Yeah, the Rothschilds, the, Rothschilds, the Waltons, the Rockefellers, the Koches. 
Because they own like every fucking thing now. And you know who the third family was? I mean, the fifth family was? Who? Well, fuck you up. The Waltons, the Koch's, the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, and the Kardashians. Yeah. Above the Kennedys? When you put all of their shit in, they was talking about Holy it wasn't it wasn't shit. just money. It was basically like cultural influence oh, and everything. Okay. Like you do know, like Kanye's worth four billion dollars yeah. now. <laughs> Kim is worth a billion dollars yeah. now. Kylie Jenner's worth one point five billion. Like they were saying how the family See, is sitting Kendall, on Kendall worth like a buck seventy on a They were saying how the family is sitting on a ten billion dollar empire. That's nuts. Like when you factor it all together. So they, they can never go broke. No. Nah. Yo, you know, over the weekend, uh, Elon Musk overtook took over Jeff Bezos. Uh, Bezos. They said it was like a spike in the stock or something like that. Yeah. Tesla stock, last time I checked it, was at $863 a share. Jeez. I had an opportunity. I bought two and a half shares at 400 something dollars right before the stock split. I had, it went down to 323 and I just, and I welched. I didn't buy more stock. Yeah. I was sick. I could have made like at least like fifteen, twenty thousand $20,000 in the I last two months. I sick about it. Shit as well. It's crazy. But I got nothing else. Uh, basketball is rolling. Steph is back. Kyrie is just not playing <laughs> for some reasons. Yeah, <laughs> is there still no reason for that yet? No. He, 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 um, he basically, uh, did you see what his friend said? No. His friend, one of his best friends, because Kyrie, they, they basically did an interview on a podcast and it's like resurfaced. But his best friend basically told them, um, I have a strong belief that Kyrie is going to end up being the Lauren Hill of the NBA. Like he's just gonna disappear and go. They were saying now he's like off the grid. Like nobody can get in contact with him. Nobody can find him. So basically, they said the shit that happened last week at the state capitol fucked him up so much that he's just like, we have so many more issues that are so much more important than basketball. And KD is like, nigga, I got thirty six and we losing. <laughs> get your ass down here. You lost four in a row, <laughs> Get your ass down here. I was saying the other day, like it's fucked up because the Nets were like the presumed favorite in the East. Yo, KD will end up killing this motherfucker. And now it's like, damn, they don't got no defense, and Kyrie really might be nuts. <laughs> but yeah, they said like Kyrie's like one of his best friends straight was like, it wouldn't shock me for him to end up like where he's just like in and out of the league. Can you imagine having to talk to Kyrie Irving every day? Dog. Can <laughs> <laughs> you imagine literally like being obligated to talk to Kyrie Irving every day? Like, can you imagine when he would like when he come into the chat? Like, yo, let me ask y'all a question. <laughs> Like, fuck. Because <laughs> you got to answer because he's the breadwinner out of y'all. Like, you got to respond to this nut shit. You want your paycheck to be Yo. on time. Kyrie Street about to bounce from the A. That's how I was looking. Nuts, man. It's fucked up because he's so talented. He's such a generational talent. He's a wizard with the basketball. He's a fucking magician. <laughs> But, you know, <laughs> wizards, you know, <laughs> wizards be wizards. You know, you got a problem about wizards, they be disappearing and shit. <laughs> the one issue with wizards, they just be disappearing and shit. <laughs> For real talk, magicians definitely just be disappearing. It's out the blue. Yeah, man, it's fucked up. The, um, how you feel about football? Oh, can we do this real quick? We had this talk yesterday, and, you know, football playoffs is going Lamar Jackson won his first playoff game yesterday, Correct. and he didn't shake hands with the Titans players because the Titans players did the whole shit where they danced on the Ravens logo in Week Eleven when they played. So last yesterday, when the shit was over, he left off the field and he told him, "Ain't none of us, to, ain't, none, ain't no reason to shake hands, ain't none of us to talk about." So of course, you know, <clears throat> white media started wilding and shit. Oh, they, you know, whatever, whatever. And I was telling Carl, me and Carl had a conversation about last night, and I told Jules and Rye yesterday. I root for Lamar more than I root for any other player in professional football. 
because of the fact, the way they did him coming out of college. Right. The man broke record after record in college. He won a Heisman. He won AP Player of the Year. And they made him sit the entire first round while they drafted all these other people in front of him. Just for him to get drafted and then they be like, why don't you play receiver? <laughs> why is your mom handling your training and all your affairs? And he like, thought that's the way I, that's the reason I won the Heisman. <laughs> and <clears throat> Flacco finally they stick a fork in him. They yeah. take him out back and shoot him just for them to be like, is Lamar really ready? <laughs> Can he step in and be the and, and then go and win a MVP? And they're like, does he have what it takes to make it to the next level and win a Super Bowl? Yeah. And it's just like, what the fuck, yo? He's done things on the football field I've never seen before. We, we were talking about yesterday. How crazy is it that like Michael Vick had a 50-yard run in the playoffs that's like, World renowned, known as like his best play ever, his fucking career. Yeah. And Lamar did that yesterday, and it was just this like, oh, great play, play, Mar. Remember, do you remember the play from last season against Cincinnati when Dog. he broke out the jaw and, and spun and yeah. made two defenders fucking crash? And I'm like, this is just a routine, like uh, just a quarterback bootleg. <laughs> it was third down. <laughs> was third we down. had to get this first, baby. <laughs> like real shit. Shit to the house. Like I love hey, Lamar. I, I fucks with Lamar so much, and it's just like they wouldn't do that with anyone. I hate to be like I said, we make everything race, but it's the truth. It's like yeah. Trevor Lawrence is getting. Trevor Lawrence was about to straight get a mulligan to go play again, just so he didn't have to be on the Jets. <laughs> Like they were straight gonna <laughs> let Trevor Lawrence go back to, and play his senior year, cause and he straight said it, like yeah, I mean, you know, it's only the, it's the Jets, <laughs> and they was about to be like, go get go get your degree, go get your degree. <laughs> where they where they chastised black athletes for leaving college early? Let that had been a Lamar or somebody that was black talking about yeah. they was gonna be the first pick in the draft, and they like, no, I'm 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 gonna go back and get get my degree. They didn't be like, oh, he he's afraid of the big stage. And, you know, this yeah, shit is crazy. Have, he doesn't have the goal to compete. It's nuts. Yeah. It's insane. Everybody was killing him in that first quarter. Ten points unanswered, mm -hmm. and then he did 17 straight Duh. right after that. Duh. It, it's, it's nuts, yo. It's insane. I even yesterday, I seen Rod through a joint out there. Lamar Odom is just Cordell Stewart with a with a dope playlist. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck, man? With a Kodak Black with a, play. Something play in. <laughs> and it's just like, nah, yo, like Lamar, he the real deal. Like, yeah. he really all that. And we do that a lot, especially in sports. It's like we find things to not like or find a reason to be like, he ain't that or he For ain't sure. this. Whereas the other quarterbacks, they just straight get to like, they really try to sell us on Johnny Manziel. And Johnny Manziel, like, I don't know how many times I got to tell y'all, I'm on, I'm on mess. <laughs> I really hate playing football. Like, I have a bad drug problem. Johnny Manziel, like, dog, look Jones, at me. I'm Jerry on mess. was about to take him, to, uh, take him over. Uh, who did they draft? Who did the Cowboys draft that year when Jerry Jones was like itching to draft Johnny Manziel? Was it the uh, was it the offensive lineman? The, it wasn't uh, Zeke. It wasn't Zeke. I think it was uh, who's their superstar offensive lineman? The left tackle. Not Leary. Um, not Fredericks. Not Tyreek. Whatever. Tyron Smith. Tyron Smith. He was itching like his son was like, nigga, relax. <laughs> <laughs> relax. He's from Texas. It's perfect. He's on Texas. He's on meth. He sounds like it. a cowboy to me. <laughs> Dog. Johnny Vanzell on straight meth and, and got over chances. He could dead as get another chance if he felt like yeah. it. It's crazy. He put together a nice workout tape. 
Did you see Ben Roethlisberger, John, last night? Well, he was terrible. Dog, most pass attempts in playoff history, 71 pass attempts, (laughs) 500 yards. He had four interceptions, and at one point they were getting smoked by 30. (laughs) The ESPN was like, Ben Roethlisberger gives it his all but comes up short. (laughs) Carl, like, man, what the hell? They were down 28-0 Carl, in the first like, quarter. ain't no way, yo. That was the headline. Ben Roethlisberger gives it his all. He's like, I'm not going to let y'all come up here and straight do that for Ben Roethlisberger when he threw four interceptions, all these pass yards, and they got cooked, and then turn around and straight tell me how Lamar ain't this, Lamar ain't that, when Lamar is, like, single-handedly carrying yeah. this fucking team offensively. It's like, you can't possibly, like, and that's media. That's how this shit works. If we like you, it goes back to that Michael B. George shit. If we like you, we gonna push the issue. If we don't, nah, he ain't nice. And Will Stray say you better than other people and he not as good as you and this, that, and the third. And I was talking about T.O. last night. They made T.O. out to be a fucking cancer and he did nothing. He just, oh. he just didn't bang with McNabb. That was it. Oh, had a drunk. <laughs> he be drinking Hurricane. <laughs> and then McNabb throwing up in the fucking game. In the he, Super Bowl. So it's like, yeah, no. Nah, McNabb still denying that shit to this day. I ain't throw up. I regurgitated something. <laughs> <laughs> it can't. It was. It was. It didn't leave my mouth. So I technically I didn't throw up. I swallowed it. It's. It's. Uh. You know. It. It just is what it is, man. Yeah, pretty much. But you know, next week, uh, the Cleveland Browns. Congrats on the upset. Next week, you get the buzzsaw that is the Kansas City Chiefs. They might lose sixty-seven to seven, but you know we'll see. I'd love if they, they, I'd love to see them beat the Chiefs. I was saying it yesterday. I love Big Red. I like Patrick. You know, I fucks with Tyreek Hill, but I I'm a Lamar fan, man. Like I want to see him do well. So it's like I'm if if they pull that shit off, it's up. No, but uh, the Cleveland Browns is playing the Chiefs. No, I thought the Ravens played the Chiefs. No, the Ra- I think the Ravens play. Uh, it's Browns Chiefs, yeah. Yeah, it's Browns Chiefs. Oh shit! Yeah, they playing. Um, Ravens play the Bills. The Bills. Bucks, Saints, and Rams, Packers. Yeah. Yeah, see, I was under the impression they played the Chiefs. No. Did it change because of who won or some shit like that? Uh, the top seed plays the lowest Low seed. seed after. So, yeah, whatever. Yeah, because there's only one bye now. Yeah, that's what I'm – all right, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, they play Cleveland. So, yeah, I'm, I'm predicting 67-7 next week for the Chiefs. Uh, it's been a nice ride, though. Baker, Baker receivers was oh, selling. This is, yo, ho. Yo, you we, yeah, we, you on air. Chad can hear you. What's up? Chad, what's up? What up? Cooling, cooling. Yeah, we still recording, though. What's good? Oh, shit. Just calling to see what's going on. Uh, fuck y'all talking about on that John today. Every the, the world falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think we fucking talking about? What the fuck Big Ben at with all the, with all the shit, man? He, he he's right here. He's right here. You know, we, you know they can hear you. We on air. Yeah, honest, Big Dan, I need some shit. I'm going to talk to you offline, though. All right, let's go. <laughs> Big Dan had shit for sale. <laughs> Big Dan definitely had shit for sale. <laughs> I, I, I hit you when I get up out of here. Have a good show, and I'll let you later. All right. All right, y'all. But, yeah, no, it's like the, um, what are we talking about? The football show. Football. Yeah, I honestly thought it was the way it was structured still that they were going to run up against the Chiefs. Nah. So it might be up. The Bills are pretty good, though. Yeah, but uh, they they loving Josh Allen right now. Yeah, All he, of the f- he, dog, they was talking. He was in the MVP talk. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel happy for Ra. Ra took uh, Aaron Rodgers at the beginning of the season. Uh, I think he got it at plus. I want to say plus 
eleven hundred for the MVP to win the MVP. And it's like he's a pretty, safe bet. He pretty, I think right now it's at negative four thousand. Holy shit! So yeah, <laughs> got to put up four thousand with Bean. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he got it at a very very good spot. He also took the Packers to win a Super Bowl at like plus twenty two hundred or something. Dang. Yeah, I don't know about that one, but the Aaron Rodgers MVP shit is in the bag. That's a lot. That's, That's in a the lot. bag. They did Russell. Uh, they got Russell out the way. Yo, did you see the uh, shit on Twitter yesterday when it was like uh, Russell Wilson before Sierra four and one Super Bowl champion? Yo, post Sierra five and six no playoff victory. No, <laughs> no, it ain't that. That shit is not a lie. Like, we gotta have a show one day where we talk about the negative impact taking care of another nigga kids could have on your life. <laughs> and future, and future, just like <laughs> it's an evil world we live in. <laughs> it's an evil world we live in, man. Like yo. <laughs> But I got nothing else. I'm done, man. Uh, we had a good good show, good topics, good rundown, good back and forth, good dialogue. Nobody YouTube, got killed. YouTube community, make sure y'all follow us um, on YouTube. Subscribe. Uh, just search TRPE. Channel pop right up. Uh, we should have a video out by Wednesday. Uh, same thing for uh, our NGTV uh, community. Uh, video should be up uh, on NGTV on Wednesday. We should be on Fire Stick and on uh, Apple TV soon. Just waiting on these uh approvals to get approved and then we good other yeah. than that man y'all have a nice week be safe take care of yourselves we're doing, stay, we're doing stay good we're doing, we're doing good viewership on our uh yeah for sure videos we got our first video hit five thousand views oh shit it's up it's up damn that's there, what's up man uh we got some uh, damn we're up there in subscribers too now shit where we at uh what's 3.35k uh 3,350 okay so we're Not closing, bad. Closing in on 3,500. That's what's up, man. Well, we appreciate the support, man, all the viewership. Keep sharing. Keep sharing, above all. Just keep sharing, man. And uh, anniversary show next week, fourth anniversary. We'll be here in our Sunday best or our prom best, depending upon how you look at it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, for the anniversary. For sure. We got to get Kev to come back up here. Yes, if you don't fight me in the street first. Yeah, hey, uh, <laughs> But I... I um, <laughs> I wanted to have, especially with the inauguration and everything. It's you know, fitting. It's fitting. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, I want to get Kev back up here. I want to get, uh, I want to get BF up here. Definitely. For for an update. Yo, I, I, I BF is living his best life so, right now. Somebody sent me this drone the other day. This uh, white woman was like, Hitler was right on one point. It was like a screenshot. I sent it to BF. I said, you got company, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody the other day has said uh, Trump's. In fact, that was who it was. It was Trump. Somebody worked for Trump. Yeah. Like one of his press people or something. Yeah. But I seen it on CNN. <laughs> she had to come out and apologize. Of course. But she was Can't saying. mention Hitler she, in the 21st a, century. After the whole coup shit, she was like, um, Hitler was right on one thing. Like, this bitch sound like this. <laughs> <laughs> Can't Hitler, you can't Hitler was right, man. You just you just can't do it. Even if you think it, can't say it, man. It's bad. But uh, we out of here, man. Y'all be safe. Take care of yourselves. Keep your hands clean. Stay COVID free. And uh, we out. <laughs>